You Thank Lintera by you to Broad is Podcast. Unexpected and of episode this. This episode of an unexpected podcast is brought to you by Tara Lynn. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called A to the M to the A to the N to the D to the A. Which yeah, means Amanda. Just in case you I think I got all the letters. I had trouble putting it together. Um, <laughs> this week, we've uh, got our listening ears as we break into book four uh, and cover the taming of Smeagol as a part of our journey through Middle Earth. Listening ears? What are you, what are you implying? Nothing. <laughs> just I'm just reading what's on the script. Okay. Anchorman over here. I'm just we got a little uh, special uh, notification here for table of contents. Bywater Post is going to be a little different today. So you might want to stick around for that. It kind yeah. of ties into a cool giveaway that we have going on on Instagram. So please stay tuned until the end. Okay. I will. Thank yeah. you. Quick counsel. Ezra Kirk, how are you? I am great. You want to start off this episode with, uh, you always, yeah. what do you always say? Reward positivity? Is that what you say? Yeah, I do. I do. I think it's important to. That tattooed on your bot, bottom. Um, bottom yeah it's it's right it's buttock a, yeah the right side R- no left with a rainbow um <laughs> into a pot of gold but anyways uh sorry guys this is where we're at um we just had a wonderful discord chat yeah. uh it literally went for like two hours uh we also recorded a bunch of appendices before the podcast so we are running on fumes it's been a magical 24 hours it has, and I think that's... We actually recorded the first episode of Further Up. And we did, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that is, yeah. And uh, Lane has challenged me to get, you know, that all up and going by... Ugh. That's my job, Bubba. Well, I mean, like, you want that up by Sunday? By today? What do the people want? Guys, go what check out... What do the Narnians hey, want? Go, go, go check out Further Up and see if the episode's there. It may be up right now. It may be. Uh, as you're listening to us. So, uh, but we love you guys, yeah. and... So we had a lot going on. We had Goldberry on that episode. Yeah. She is going to join us in that adventure. And uh, my friend, I was talking to Goldberry and some of the folks on Discord, some of our patrons, before we started. We had a nice little phone conversation with uh, Chase McKinney. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're prepping for... Big Mac. Do we... Have we said what we're doing? We're going down to Rohan. Okay, cool. We've said it. I can't remember if we did. Tejas. Yep. Yeah. So we're heading there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, we had a nice little conversation with him and then... It kind of continued. Um, Winnie woke up for a little bit, and yeah. uh, Lane had to go up and do his, you know, he's just a good dad. Ezra know? was just yelling, so I had to go yeah, calm down the child. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm joking. Okay. Uh, I, sometimes I talk loud on the podcast, <laughs> and this is part of why we need a studio, okay? This is why we need to put, Case Ez, in point. put Ez out in the, uh, in, in the garage. <laughs> um, but guys, honest to God, we are, we actually say, we didn't give any indication one way or another of how how we've felt uh to our patrons or anybody during discord because we wanted to save it for everyone Mm -hmm. um you know on today's podcast i am absolutely blown away Mm -hmm. yeah uh we i said so i woke up in the morning on friday and i saw what had happened with the kickstarter Mm -hmm. project Mm -hmm. 
and I literally just wrote speechless at like five in the morning on mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah. I was speechless, just dot, dot, dot. <laughs> End of the day, Lane continues it with like still speechless. Yeah. Uh, because we are, um, like at that time, it just, it was mind blowing. I, I, I decided to launch the Kickstarter because, you know, Tolkien's birthday has been significant to us and mm-hmm. we started the podcast mm-hmm. there. We thought we'd do something else kind of significant yeah. um, to keep improving it and keep the, you know, juices flowing, the journey, um, everything fired up because I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm so excited to be doing this and Narnia and, and just, uh, I, I talked to Sarah and Lane today just about their friendship and how much it means to me and how blessed and honored I am to have you guys in my life, mm-hmm. you know, and to have you who are listening in my life. I, I cannot say it enough. I went through some pretty rough times for, um, se- several years before this and, I am coming to a much better place in my life and I'm just so yeah, excited, too, man. man. I like, I, I have never had a better start to a year. Uh, and, and this is actually, I was prepping for this speech before we even did the Kickstarter. Yeah. My whole plan was to launch the Kickstarter and hopefully get like 20 to 40 bucks, which would have been our mom, you know, like your mom and dad, my yeah. dad, my sister, maybe us. Yeah. Maybe us. Yeah. And, you know, make those donations be like, hey, you know, we've got it started. Here it is. I never thought I would wake up and it would be, it's doubled. But yeah, you guys have doubled our goal. You, yeah. You've doubled our goal already. Probably probably more by the time. And it might be more this. by the yeah. time we hit Sunday. And and we hope it is. I mean, you know, it, it, it's crazy. To, we, we said up front, we can't do this without your help, actually. Yeah, no. And it's just not. A reality, and yeah. so we needed that to just kickstart, see if there was interest, see if you guys were okay with us moving forward in that direction, and and uh, we heard you loud and clear. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, blown away. I don't, I don't even know how to put it into words. Um, yes, it's so it, it's all on Kickstarter. It's an unexpected studio as worked really hard, put together a video. Um, we talked about like, what, what do we even like? What, what, what do we do? What, what do we even set as a goal? We have yeah. no idea. No idea. Um, and we were like, you know, maybe, maybe we'll reach this goal within 60 days. Right. Maybe. And, uh, I mean, we, we underestimated you guys big time, uh, which, uh, I don't know how we did. We, I guess mostly we just, we didn't want to think that, well, we, didn't want, we didn't want to impose. You know no, what I mean? We didn't want to ask for too much. We wanted just enough to kickstart it and then... Right. Because here, here's my thing, and Lane's not going to like me saying this, but I'm working on a proposition for just depending on how 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 far this goes. Because to be quite frank, Lane, Lane said this, I uh, forget where it was in social media, that like we need a lot more than obviously mm-hmm. the 800 we were asking for. Right. Um, that was just to get us like going i mean that was yeah. literally just to get the ball rolling and you know we were i don't know man it, it's gonna it's gonna take you like close to five five grand maybe maybe uh yeah. seven yeah. you know grand to do it and to do it right to and do it right yeah right and, and that's what i want to do it's such a nice space we and i talked about um with sarah today the vision that i had while i was out there in just walking around in your backyard it was such a nice day mm-hmm. uh, i've been feeling so good it's, it's a new year and i literally could see your kids growing up here yeah. and I could see uh, like I had this influence. I, I've been noticing more and more um, just being around my niece, Rachel, who I love. I love so much. And Winnie, um, the influence that I have on them that mm-hmm. you guys have on me, you got yeah. like it's guys, here's how crazy connections are, right? 
you guys do something like that that influences me and then I'm like this ball of energy, positive energy, and mm-hmm. I get to go then affect a whole bunch of other people yeah. with the energy that you just gave yeah. to me. Yeah. Whether it's through a comment or encouragement or a review or a to- you know a Tolkien story um, or hitting or supporting us on the Kickstarter, man, it, it just we're blown away. Yeah, and I can't say it enough. Um, my plan, even though uh, Lane and Sarah don't like this, is basically to whatever goal we we end up getting, I plan on doubling it. I, I do, and I don't care. I know you don't want me to say it on the it's podcast. Nuts. I don't yeah, care. It's nuts. I said it, and you can't. You, we can't be unsaid. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, up up to five up to five grand. <laughs> but no, I, I do. I, I want to. I actually want to really do it uh, justice. I want when yeah. you guys come to the long expected party. Um, if we're still holding it here, yep. um, I want that to be a cool place where you guys can stop in. And we can record some stuff. So you can see what's been accomplished. And if we have, if it gets so big to where we have to rent out the field over here, yeah. it's still right across the road where you can come over yeah. and check it out here in Amanda. And record in the studio. See your name on the wall. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And really, really, that's the whole goal is to make it a. You know, this is something we're going to be doing for all of us together for years. Yeah. So it needs a permanent home. It needs its own space. You know, this is. Right. It's perfect that it started here in our dining room. Yes. Where you know, I don't know, in the heart of the house. Yeah. But it's, I think it's fitting that as we continue on this journey, that it gets its own space created for it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm blown away. Like the fact that you guys doubled our goal in 24 hours is nuts. It's nuts. And it just speaks to who you guys are. Um, you know, people. as always talks about givers versus takers. Yep. This group is a group full of givers. That's right. Um, and we can't express enough how we could talk here until we're blue in the face how and we want to sorry yeah we do we want to right now it's how grateful we are and uh how honored we are and how we don't take this lightly how this is uh you know we are going to pursue creating the coolest best space to continue to create uh episodes every week for this book club until we work all the way through Tolkien and then maybe we'll circle back around you know by then we'll we'll probably be senile and won't remember the books anyway and we'll go what was that one (laughs) yeah well and we got the show coming I mean we've got so many things I I said it weeks ago but like I want this to be a place where people look at us and say you know what these guys have created something that's you we we together have created something that's super positive yeah and we reward positivity yeah you know, well, um, now we're venturing through the wardrobe into Narnia too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, who know, who knows where else it's going to go? Who knows? I know. It, and so it's y- exciting. You guys have been great, and it's just uh, we feed off of of your yeah. energy, and and hopefully that's vice versa. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just honestly, can't thank you enough. And and uh, last thing I want to say about the the, the Kickstarter. Um, you know, we, we have the rewards listed in there. Uh, we're going to do some custom painting of your names uh, on the. Uh, deeping wall just to kind of you know yeah. uh, a, a place where you're protecting us while we're right. kind of in there uh, podcasting and we're yep. Yep. Uh, doing what we have to do yeah. and uh, outside of that will be kind of like a lounge area um, you know like the kind of like uh, we say couples cave you yeah. know type of thing yeah. uh, I call it the uh, as fl- crash flannel pad. wizard hut <laughs> of uh, all huts is what I'm envisioning um, <laughs> the yurt I mean you know yeah. I do need I probably do need a hammock out there so well you were talking about how you don't like waking up to winnie or something so bull crap you need your own space bull crap i want to mm-hmm. i literally want to wake up before you guys grab winnie and leave a note and say she's with me <laughs> out the studio i'm training her up it's a okay. skywalker thing to do yeah so yeah so <laughs> but we also want to thank uh kevin mike ben uh yeah. 
just a few guys who have come forward Fogel. and said Fogel, that's yeah. right, who've said, um, you know, hey, whatever you need in terms of getting stuff built, yep. framing it out, putting in finishing, whatever. Yeah. Hit us up. We will we'll uh let us be the let us be the hour we draw hammers together, I think is what I said to Ben. <laughs> so soon that, that time will come. So um again, that's guys, we're just blown away. Like it's it's amazing. You guys are incredible people. And uh if we had more groups like uh like the one that we have, the world would be a, a much merrier place. It yeah. really would. So but well, we're we're doing our part within the world and yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know. It's just amazing how we all take care of each other in this group. I, I, I don't know. It's, 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 great. it's wonderful. I it's want great. you guys to be inspired. I hope you're as, as pumped and as jacked as yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, if you ever decide to travel a great distance and you're, you're oh, in yeah. Ohio and yep. in, come in, to Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. We've got a couple bed and breakfasts around yep. here, some yep. hotels and things that you guys can stop in, come over. Um, just let us know ahead of time, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, and, and especially if you if you give on Kickstarter and you want to come check out the, the studio, a, yes. I, that's, that's an investment. Absolutely, you have, you have every um, invitation to come out and 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 that's the other thing too. Is I keep thinking more and more people are jumping into the group on Facebook. There's lots yeah. of people we've never heard from yep. that listen and and read along with us and uh, participate silently, kind of you know on their own. Yeah, and um, man, I'm just thinking like we've met so few of you. I know. And it would be just, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking in my head, like this, this list, we're going to go to Texas. We're going to meet some people in That's Texas. Right. That's right. Um, I'm going to go to you're, Scotland. You're going to go to Scotland. You're going to meet some people in the UK yep. and just, I don't know, man. I hope I have enough years left to, to tick all these, Me too. you know, these names off and, and to meet you and thank you in person. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, we want to talk about the unexpected game night at Jen's place the other night. It was a blast. Yeah. We got, to, we got together with the Shire Rats. Uh, yes. The conspirators, yes, uh, Jen, Susie, and Erica, and uh, Ethan was there too. To. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what they're up? He's to. a champ. He was a champ. Yeah, he is. He's undefeated. He's undefeated. He? Undefeated. I uh, actually got an exclusive interview with him that'll be coming up on uh, on on Patreon as well. Yeah. But we had a blast. We didn't play one game. Uh, they played a game before we got there, and then we just <laughs> talked the whole time, which that's normal. But had a really good time. So Jen, thanks for putting that on again, guys. If you have these ambitions to host your own meetups go for it absolutely uh, yeah. uh you don't need our endorsement or our uh our permission this is uh yeah. do your own thing and uh invite us and if we can make it well we will right if we can't we'll send some kind of video or message along or recording or something We're doing that for portland travis yeah. thank you yeah, by the way are. yeah so, yeah um S- surprise yeah so we'll, we'll do Spoiler. that he doesn't listen i don't think yes he does no not Travis. i mean um Oh, 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 oh. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then someone, uh, who was it? I think it was Phil. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to check real quick. Go for it. Didn't prep this. Phil. Is this Philip Willis? Might be. Let me see. I don't know. Phil, if that's you, um, send us a couple uh, keychains in the mail from Kierden's store. Oh wow, I'm not sure. Yeah, Who I'm not sure which is. Philip this is. Um, but whoever sent us the uh the little pop figurine keychains, Gandalf for Ezra and Strider for me, thank you. Like just just does guys, that say we're blown away. trading LLC. It does. That Kierden. is so awesome. It's in Florida, I know. Dude. Uh wow. we also have a happy belated birthday to uh Tollers himself, John Ronald Rule Tolkien. Uh, so real quick, there's this cool um, nine things you 
may you didn't know or may not have known about J.R. Tolkien that Laura Levern uh, sent us on the on the group. And I uh, just wanted to go through them real quick. So yeah. we'll uh, summarize those real quick. Number one is he did not write The Hobbit for children. Uh, this is a quote from Tolkien himself. I am not especially uh, interested in children and certainly not in writing for them, i.e. in addressing directly and expressly those who cannot understand adult language, he wrote in a letter. So pretty amazing that even though uh, you know he was this intelligent uh, human being, he, uh, he didn't believe in talking down to kids. Right, he wrote the Hobbit in a way that was for children, but uh, didn't speak down to them. Yeah, that really trusted in, in his audience, um, and uh, yeah, something that's very rare these days, I think. Yeah, though he was a voracious reader, he rarely read the same book twice. Uh, his buddy C.S. Lewis said that a mark of the unliterary was that they rarely read the same book twice. And that was an accurate definition of Tolkien. Nothing, not even a possible deeper appreciation for me, replaces the bloom on a book, the freshness of the unread, he wrote. Still, what we read and when what we read and when goes like the people we meet by fate. Hmm. So yeah, believed in just doing it once and and that's the that's part of the experience. Yeah. He invented more than fourteen languages. Yeah, we know about that. Uh, he also used to uh, write in extinct languages as well. Wow. Like Gothic and medieval Welsh. So, huh. amazing. Uh, his faith unconsciously seeped into his writing. This is one that you've probably heard. Um, I think it's. I think this quote's actually in the appendices for the films when they're talking about the stories. The Lord of the Rings is, of course, a fundamentally religious and Catholic work, unconsciously so at first, but consciously in the revision, he wrote. That is why I have not put in or have cut out practically all references to anything like quote-unquote religion, to cults or practices in the imaginary world. For the religious element is absorbed into the story and the symbolism. You know, that, that's we always talk about how you write what you know, right? Mm-hmm. And whoever you are comes out in what you write. And he was uh, a very religious, faithful man, man, a man of great faith. And so naturally, that's just part of, uh, of the world he created. Yeah. In the mind of his creator, Sam Gamgee was the real hero of the Lord of the Rings. So Tolkien said, I think the simple rustic love of Sam and his Rosie, nowhere else elaborated, is absolutely essential to the study of his, the chief hero's character, and to the theme of the relation of ordinary life, breathing, eating, working, begetting, and quests, sacrifice, causes, and the longing for elves (laughs) and sheer beauty. If you want to understand the books, look at how Sam loves his wife. So really, really cool um, wow. and true, right? He's the heartbeat of it all. Yeah. Uh, next one is he would have felt right at home in the Shire. Uh, he uh, mused on the fact that, uh, you know, he says, I am in fact a hobbit in all but size. I like gardens, trees, and unmechanized farmlands. I smoke a pipe and like good plain food unrefrigerated, but detest French cooking. I like and even dare to wear in these dull days ornamental waistcoats. I am fond of mushrooms out of a field, have a very simple sense of humor, which even my appreciative critics find tiresome. I go to bed late and get up late when possible. I do not travel much. Wow. Is that Bilbo himself? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he was a World War I veteran. We all knew that. Yeah. Uh, he had a very simple view of the meaning of life. It may be said that the chief purpose of life for any one of us is to increase according to our capacity I'm sorry, is to increase according to our pa- our capacity, our knowledge of God by all the means we have and to be moved by it to praise and thanks. 
Amazing. Yeah. His fictional world and his real life often intertwined. Uh, goes on here to talk about um, Baron and, and Luthien, how that was the, the love story of he and his wife, um, Edith. Um, and then also talking about his time in the trenches and how his uh, early stories um, reflected that. A lot of what happened in the Silmarillion uh, reflected some of those stories he wrote early on. So a lot of those you probably know. Uh, some of them you may not have known, or it might be a fresh take on that. But that's from uh, an article, again, in Relevant that uh, Laura shared our way. So I thought it was fitting to kind of share since his birthday just, just happened. Yeah, so, that's yeah. awesome. 127 he would have been. Wow, man. That's a Hobbit number. <laughs> That's that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, so, some neat stuff about him and just yeah. uh, he, he's someone. What was the book that you have always recommended? The mm-hmm. it's his, his autobiography. It's, it's the author of the century, J.R.R. Tolkien. It's by uh, Tom Shippey. Okay, and actually, I started reading that again. Um, it's good, man. Tom yeah. Shippey's just he's such a good uh, such a good author. So it's really really. good. I think I need to yeah. I need to that should yeah. be something on my list. To yes, yeah, you could find it at half price for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, you want to plug uh, a little something there? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, further up, looking for Lewis. Yeah, yeah, man. What it is happened. it? Tell us what it is. So, what it is is a uh, Narnia podcast uh, that we uh, we've, we've uh, struck out on this uh, adventure. We, we're going further up, following uh, the lion. Right. That's right. Chasing after Aslan. Uh, Aslan moves. Uh, you can find us at that handle actually um, at Aslan moves. Yep. Um, what do we got? Instagram, Twitter. Instagram. I don't, know if we have, we don't think we have a Twitter Working yet. Working on Twitter. You can get a Twitter done, yeah. Um, but uh, that same handle will work on Facebook. You can also just type in further up. Um, I think I'm going to go, uh, I forgot to do this, but I'm going to like it on our with our page, so it'll, it'll appear in the corner. Oh, nice. So yeah. if you go to an Unexpected Podcast uh, Facebook page, should be one of the liked pages that we yeah. have on the right-hand side uh, that you guys can click on there. So yeah, we're, we're taking off with Goldberry, yep. um, our Lucy, you yep, know, that's right. and uh, we are into, well, we're starting in, chrono- we're going chronological. Yep. Um, in, in, in order, we just kind of shared our Narnia stories. Mm-hmm. Just the, I must, you know, yeah, just the tip. And um, <laughs> you know that podcast we're trying to be really. It's it's much more. Uh, it's very much kid friendly. Yeah. It's very much something that we want uh, your kids and um, you know hopefully my future kids are able to listen to and even like our students can yeah. listen to it um, and and dive into sort of an all ages podcast yeah. um, and. Uh, well, with Goldberry on there, she keeps us. I know, oof. I know. God, she's, she's awesome. Keeping us straight, she's amazing. She's uh, and it's it's we're we're kind of ent- we. I've never read the books all the way through. Uh, yeah. Ezra and Goldberry have read more than me. Actually, they've read two: Magician's Nephew and Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Um. So it really is. We're entering into Narnia. I mean, we know the stories from uh, the radio uh, dramas, from the films that have been released, and the old TV show, and the old TV show. Yeah. Uh, the BBC production, but um, really, it's we're entering into that world as children. We just we've been talking about it for a while, and we just felt the sudden pull. But this, all this getting it out there, guys, has been like the last within the last week. We just felt it's well, time. I I, I I told Ez, I said I, I and I told Goldberry, I need more Aslan in my life. I need the lion. Well, so we're gonna just dig in and we're gonna get at it. You said that you felt a pull, and I've been feeling this energy again, you know, from the group and from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, with the addition of a studio and us just taking this up a notch, yeah. it's sort of like we can do that now, yeah. you know. And yeah. uh, it, it seems to be the right time to to get it going. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking, guys. I 
two two and a half hour podcasts a week. Not sure I can keep up with that. <laughs> I know, but, yeah. uh, we couldn't either. So we're gonna aim uh, further up. Is gonna between an hour and an hour yeah. and a half. We're gonna shoot for an. We're gonna. I want to. I want to keep it to forty five minutes to an hour. That's fine too. So hour an hour and a half. I doubt it would ever go over an hour and a half. No, it will keep it short because the, the chapters are shorter for one, and we're really sure. gonna focus on the book. Um, sharing your your Lewis stories, so uh, you know l- uh, the lamppost letterbox. Yep, and also uh, the show news because there's yeah. show movie stuff coming out on Netflix, both right. films and series. So we're gonna focus on that. And so it's. Yeah. But by the way, if you're if you're kind of like, oh, here we go, Lindez are taking. There's not yeah. a lot of love given for Narnia, and uh-huh. and especially in the podcasting world, there are literally, I think, just a couple other. Uh, podcast out yeah. there. Uh, we didn't you even said look there before. Were f- kind of focused on the show, right? Or yeah. the, the movies, sorry. Well, yeah, one was uh, focused on the show primarily, been around for just a little while. Um, and then one is brand new, kind of like us, and uh, starting... They're, they're, it's neat because we're doing chronological, and mm-hmm. they are actually doing uh, the way in which they were published. Cool. So there's a, there's a great debate on how you should read them, and, and yeah. I think it depends on your... Um, your audience, your your intent, you know, yeah. like what well, we're doing, um, kind of this innocent, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, exploration of Narnia. So, yeah, that's something to check out. It'll be a lot of yeah. fun, and uh, just kind of stay tuned. Well, this is pro- we won't, you know, we'll mention it maybe at the end of uh, the show here and there, just yeah. to kind of re- remind folks that we're doing it. Yep. Uh, but we want it to be just as just as positive, and uh, yeah, just think of what you know what what uh, you all have helped us accomplish um, together through the world of Middle Earth. We can do that in Narnia too. Yeah. Um, so it's, that's really exciting. And, uh, we'll learn so much from you guys as we have here because we're, we're, we're children. We're going into it brand new. Yeah. Like we said, familiar Vulnerable. with it. But yeah. But never having read and, and that's how we're going to play it too. We're going to, you know, we're going to take it a chapter at a time, right? We're not going to make connections to stuff coming up cause well, we don't know how to do that yet. So yeah, I'm sure you, some, some lane has actually stopped points. me. He is cause I'm, I'm a, well, I'm going to read the whole series. I said no tomorrow. No. And then. He was like, no, do not. I want to experience so, it step for step together, if we can. So, uh, no, we will. Yeah, we will. All right. We will. All right, let's go on to Dropping Eves. Uh, we got some Amazon show news, actually. Um, so it seems like that whole rumor that PJ will be involved in a background capacity is kind of gaining some steam. Uh, I've heard that mentioned and seen that uh, in a few different articles that he's going to help kind of review the script and look at the direction that uh, Payne and McKay are headed. So... Interesting. I wonder if that'll grow into a bigger role. You know, we've all talked about that. You, I, majority of us say, let's put it into new hands. Uh, let's make, a, you know, sort of a, a cut from uh, the films and, and let's move on a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Not really sure. Um, but he will help review sort of the direction I guess it's going in. The biggest thing that I've found recently is that there's kind of a bit of a conflict as to whether... <laughs> they're going to be able to film in New Zealand again. I just saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an, a, there's a, an article on stuff.co.nz, um, which just says, plans to film $1 billion Lord of the Rings television series in New Zealand under threat. So this was released on December 23rd. Of course, the one ring.net also has an article covering it as well, just sort of summarizing it. They do a good job of summarizing. Pretty much the, the gist of it is, they want to film in New Zealand, okay? Obviously, mm-hmm. they want to. Uh, why would you want to go scout new locations when there's stuff already there that we recognize that's put in place that they could just go plop down and shoot in, 
that is ninety percent of the work is all that background, finding a spot, building sets, planning how to shoot it. If it's already there, why reinvent the wheel? Kind of a thing. The big problem is they're gonna have to, um, because of the Avatar trilogy, uh, starting back up. Yeah, they're making like I think a total of five films or something ridiculous. Seriously? Yeah, they're filming out of Wellington. Oh wow! So all of Peter Jackson's Wellywood Studios and all that pre-production, post-production, all that stuff is going to be using up all that space, hmm. all those resources, all that energy. Yeah. So they're talking about trying to make something work in Auckland, which is um, the biggest city in New Zealand. It's up north. That's where I spent my time in yeah. Auckland. Um, but that means building a lot of stuff from scratch. But there's also talk, you know, could they, um, could they do... Um, studio filming and post-production in England and then or somewhere else in the world and film in New Zealand for some of those locations that are already thinking the Shire, thinking sure. of more memorable places like Rivendell, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or does this mean they're going to make a, a clean a clean break all the way? You know, um, would they could they film in British Columbia? Could they film in Northern Ireland? Could they move to Slovenia? Some mm-hmm. of those other countries around the world that have similar similar looks where they could achieve the same kind of Middle Earth feel. So yeah. not really sure what's going to happen yet. They, I think it said within the next month, they'll have to decide one way or the other, though, because they got to get rolling on some stuff. Wow. So, uh, you know, end of January, we'll kind of have an idea of whether it's going to return. The show will return to uh, New Zealand or if it's going to pick a different area. What do you think, As Do you have well, a feeling either way? Well, I don't know if this is the same article, but wasn't there some d- – the, the debate was over – the money too, wasn't it? Like a, a difference between um, a certain amount of money, I thought as well. Not not even just uh, maybe. I think there was something with the government, and I, I kind of got involved as to how much it was going to cost. Amazon was was talking with them just about like it seemed to come down to dollars, also like on top of everything you mentioned as well. So it wasn't looking real great there it seemed like for yeah according to and i can't remember if it was this article or some, somewhere else that i saw is that, it the one um, stuff the stuff.co. Um, i'm just i don't think it was that one i'm seeing a lot of studio capacity shortage i'm not seeing anything with money but that might also be part of it yeah i don't know yeah they're trying to iron out all the details you know all the kinks and get it all figured out before they get rolling but yeah. how do you feel about it not filming in new zealand potentially i mean does it matter uh Mm, well, it depends on where we're going to go sure. in Middle Earth. If it's about Aragorn, you know? we won't necessarily be heading to the Shire. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like where are we going yeah. to be in Middle Earth? Right, you right. Know? Uh, could we build those various... Set? Are we going to be with... Um, we're going to be Rohan? We're going to... What, yeah. what, what, what kingdom are we going to be right, in? You right. Know? That's a good point, yeah. And then, then from there, I think you could, you could kind of decide what you want to do. Yeah. And also, here's the thing, man. Depending on what age they decide to, like, I know. like everything, the you know, the world changes. Yeah, it true. actually shifts and stuff. So, if they wanted to do something a little different, they could. Yeah, you know, they could go to a different location. I just, you would, if you want to do anything with the hobbits, I think it is kind of cool if you can keep that continuity. That would yeah. be that would be yeah. neat. So, just gonna be careful on on what locations yeah. you're planning to film. I'm kind of open to something totally different. Yeah, I mean, if they if they want to like even Hobbiton, if they went to yeah, like a 
Yeah, if they want to go somewhere different, if they want that would be uh, a crazy. different country to to go, kind of make a new, mm-hmm. I don't know, like mecca for New Zealand or uh, for Middle Earth travel. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm open to whatever at this point. I just want to get something out there. Yeah, I'm anxious for 2021 when we actually get to watch something. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm ready for it because there's how many beautiful places in the world. How many places do you look around? And you're like that. I mean, that kind of reminds me of. I've been back here and I've thought that looks like New Zealand. Well, I think in, totally. a, in another year, you know, 2020. So we're in 2019 now, right? <laughs> we'll be talking about trailers. I know. <laughs> you know, we'll be talking and, and, about uh, teaser photos and, that are leaked from sets. Yeah, yeah. So I know, that is pretty exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Maybe having some interviews. You never know. Oh, I plan on it. Uh, the Tolkien biopic, still no official release date, but remember, guys, I said within four months, I'm good. My word is my bond. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He said uh, that five months in ago. In other corners of Middle Earth, uh, the Billy Boyd World Tour rolls on. Yep. Um, he is with Susie right now. Yep. Susie Milhouse. And uh, uh, shared some of her pictures on, on the old Twitter, and Billy Boyd himself retweeted those yeah. guys so Thank billy, you, billy. Is, billy is tracking that he's following where he's going uh and it's pretty cool that we've been able to keep that rolling all because of you guys it's it's a beautiful thing if you guys have a chance to follow billy on instagram twitter he's like, hilarious he, he's, he's kind of funny he did some like dad uh post uh about snow i just recently saw oh yeah yeah it was like today yeah, yeah was yeah. that today yeah, and, I think and so. it was something like if it keeps uh snowing like 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 this we'll have a, a white christmas in 360 whatever <laughs> 60 days. days yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh my gosh that's hilarious that's cool uh we got some poll results from last time we met geez back in book three yeah the book three uh if given the chance and itchy palms would you look in a palantir uh 152 votes pretty sizable sample there uh 41 of you said yes 59 percent said nah i'm good What'd you say, man? I don't remember what I said, I don't but either. on the spot now, I'm I'm actually thinking this through a little bit more, and I'm thinking, yeah, I probably would. I think Kurt was the one who said, uh, "I'd like to think that I wouldn't, but I probably would." And but I what's think wrong I, with looking at it? Well, if you can control your uh, your gaze, then nothing, I mean, man. And if I have no secrets to tell, if there's nothing the enemy can get from me, I mean, you know, our king looks in the palantir and tells Sauron what's coming. Why can't I palantime somebody? You know what I mean? Wow. Like across the middle earth. Palantime. You know? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, what if Apple releases its next new phone and it's called the Palantir? You guys That'd heard be it sick. here as is, I want hey, some. Can we make an app? Pal- the Palantir? That'd be kind of cool. Like a 4D transportation? I bet we couldn't. Yeah, we but, can't. Well, someone know. could. We're still trying to make a podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, oh geez all right well hey i think we're into the reread here my man breaking into a new book we're going back in time a little bit yeah yeah we are so it's i feel like we're we're probably going to be sort of um feeling our way through Mad Muwil, just like our two buddies here yeah uh, we are and like Definitely. there's a footpad on our right behind us this is i will be full disclosure with you guys so that's the way we like it i can't as. believe i'm gonna say this say it and i'm hoping my mind has changed but um the book that we just finished was probably one of my favorites. I mean, I really great enjoyed book. great book. I really enjoyed uh, both the books in the fellowship, uh, but this, the past one was just—I mean—it really tickled my fancy, you know. Absolutely. And this, like, I don't know. I love Frodo and Sam. Like, whoa! Up, what are you about to say right now? Up to this point, <sighs> I know. I am just. 
And, 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 the and, flannel and, and wizard speaks. I know, man. It's I can't believe I'm even saying it. You guys are like, you, you guys are get like, him off, man. As we're done. Stop talking. <laughs> uh, so, but but it's I, a different pace, though. I see what you're well, saying. It's different, and it, and it picks up. So it's 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 yeah. really just this first little this this getting into it, and it's uh, is it also because we're going from a huge group yes. to three individuals. Yeah. And so there's and a lot there's of dialogue. More characters on, yeah, 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 there's a lot of that back and forth. Yeah, um, yeah. Describing of the land. Uh, we go back to kind of uh, explaining mm-hmm. this new territory mm-hmm. that we're in. And it's, it's, a, it's a lot. So, yeah. But first, let's recap, though. Yeah. Last time we were, when we were with uh, Frodo and Sam, uh, Boromir tried to take the ring. Yeah. All right. So he was tempted. Uh, he, he redeemed himself. Yeah. Uh, he had... Uh, he sat down to rest. Yeah. And he's passed on. Yeah. Um, but uh, Frodo takes off. He, he makes the right choice. He knows that he has to kind of uh, go on his own. Uh, we're over near Amon Hen. And uh, Sam, you know, had, had hesitated uh, when, when taking off with uh, Strider. Yeah. You know, into, um, you know, to, to fight the orcs, the Orkai. Well, we didn't know that at the time. But, you know, uh, and he doubles back. And he thinks about possible. Goes with his gut, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And he finds. And that comes up in this chapter, man. Sam Wise's gut. Yeah. Quit getting me fired up for this chapter. Sorry, man. I just told everybody else. I'm thinking about the. You know, we were just hanging with the with the Shire Rats, and they were all three, Jen, Susie, and Erica, very excited that we're going, especially Susie, that we're getting back with, you know, yeah, our two hobbits. Well, especially Sam Wise. Yeah. You know, and. Well, see, it's exciting, especially man. Especially Samwise. So that's where, yeah. for right now, I, I'm really with you on that. Um, you th- Never mind. But we're going to see, because here's the thing. It has been a long time. This is one of the sections of, like, I remember R- Return of the King very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Fellowship really well. Gone, Burry, Gone. Two Towers. Yeah. I remember the first book in Two Towers. This is one I'm really struggling with. Uh, fuzzy on. That's and it's, okay. It's been a long time. You, and you know why that's okay? Because there are certain parts of a book you remember better than others. Oh, oh, God, yeah. And and here's the other thing too. It once again it mirrors what we're going through. Yeah. Frodo and Sam don't know where they're going. Yeah. They don't yeah. know where they're going. They have to trust in this character, who they don't find very trustworthy, to lead them through these uncharted territories for them. Right. And it. Well, either it either it ends up exactly how it's supposed to, or you could say. You know, a lot of unfortunate things happen, and they're lucky. They're lucky to accomplish their goal. Did you just turn that up, yeah, guys. Okay, um, what, what's what? what just to break bad? with, just break with reality real quick. What's wrong? We have I have been playing sound clips since, oh man, middle of book one. I have never seen Ezra turn one of those sound effects up. It's only ever been down, and I'm flattered. I he's I digging this, this soundscape so much. The windy Emin Muil with the crows in the background. Yeah. That he turned it up. Let the yeah, record that, show. That is rare. That is rare. That <sighs> I, <see> that. <laughs> I feel honored. Thank you, man. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. Uh, <laughs> so, so anyway. So yeah. Last time. The, last time. Yeah. But no. I, you know. Sam jumps in with Frodo. He yeah. tries to swim. Uh, Frodo saves him, and uh, they kind of shove off there, and and they're headed to destroy the ring. They have a yeah. nice little moment where, you know, uh, I love how it's done in the film too, uh, yeah. with the whole. You know, uh, Gandalf's instructions to him, you know. That, of course you are. Yeah. No, I'm coming with you. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, pretty neat. Now, uh, do you want to summarize uh, the chapter for us today? Oh, we'll dive geez. Into the details here? Yeah, let me get in here. So 
uh, obviously we've we've just been with our with our hunters. Uh, Gandalf came back. Merry and Pippin, Trevier, the destruction of, of Isengard. Well, we're jumping back in time now. Okay, this is three days after we left um, the Anduin. When mm-hmm. when Frodo and Sam left and broke away, we're we're joining back in with them on the third day. Um, and they're 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 stuck. They're wandering the Emin Muil. They uh, are trying to make their way to Mordor, but they keep getting lost, retracing their steps. Um, they, they, they can see a way down, but they just can't get there, yeah. uh, which is even more frustrating. I think at one point Sam says, um, you know, just the, the one place in the world we don't want to see get any closer, just where we're trying to get to, just where we can't get. Can't get yep. You mm-hmm. know, anyway. Um, they're surviving on old Lumbus cakes, uh, they're they're craving their the their comfort foods a pint of beer and just a big old chunk of bread, um, and they're really hoping that they've lost Gollum. Uh, it's been a while since they've caught any kind of trace of him, but they there's something in their gut that's telling them he, he's he's probably probably still here. So it's just treacherous uh, uh, terrain, too rocky and hard, um, and and they know that they can't turn back. Yeah, you know they they're they they know that the orcs are on the eastern shore as That's well. Right. Yes. And if they, they doubled back, they would run into them and, and be caught and captured or, or well, yeah, probably captured, not yeah. killed. Um, so they have this whole bit where they, they're trying to get down this cliff um, and uh, slipping and falling. They get there. There's some magical rope that play, comes into play with Lothlorien. And, uh, you know, as they're sitting there and uh, uh, huddled in the cold, they see someone approaching, approaching them, a little insect-like creature over on a rock face climbing down, and uh, that, of course, is Gollum, and there's an encounter there. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into the details we'll get on into that. that. Yeah. That's right. Well, I think Sam uh, articulates it best when he, he starts off. He, he says, uh, well, Master, we're in a fix. And yeah. No mistake. And no mistake. No That's mistake. Right. <laughs> uh, he stood despondently with hunched shoulders beside Frodo, peered out, with puckered eyes into the gloom. What a great way to get us back into it, too. Just yeah. that line. Yeah. Yeah. We fix. just had a huge conflict resolved. Now we're going back, and it's like, whoa. What, what, what's going on? Why, we're in, why we're in we, trouble. Yeah. yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah. And so, kind of as we said here, uh, it, it's, it's been, what, you said three days, right, since, mm-hmm. since they had fled the company? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're headed uh, steadily eastward, right, keeping as near as they could uh, to the outer edge of this strange, twisted knot of hills. Yeah. Uh, but always they found its outward faces sheer and high and impassable. And so yeah. this is the bit where they, they struggle to move beyond uh, this barrier. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have to get, you know, bold. We're going to have to do a little, I mean, I don't know if Hob- Hobbits fans of heights? I mean, I Remember, they were really not a fan of them back in, in Lothlorien, right? Right, I mean, no. Uh, they were not sleeping. It's also hard for me to envision. A pl- I've never been in a place like this. I've never been in like a, a, a craggy, uh, sheer rock-strewn area where there's like... I've always been able to get to where I need to go. Yeah. So this is this takes a lot of imagining for me. Like this would be really... I, I can't imagine how frustrating it would be too. A big old labyrinth where you can't get to where you're trying to get to. Um, so it's kind of foreign. I really have to use my imagination. I mean, most, most places here in Ohio, you know, uh, if you want to get to a certain point, there's a way to get there. Yeah. It's not like there's just these sh- sheer cliff faces everywhere. So, um, so yeah, we, we find them uh, just and, and feel like they're waiting in a trap, especially with the idea that 
you know, golems around. And they've seen how clever he is, how, um, uh, you know, how good he is at following. They haven't been able to evade him in the past. So also the fact that he's gone a little silent, too, has to make them, I don't know, sort of, sort of unnerved, I would think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, the whole, I mean, um, let's, let's just real, real quickly here. Tolkien kind of really sets a scene uh, yeah, he for does. us in this, in this next little paragraph here. He says, The hobbit stood now on the brink of a tall cliff, bare and bleak, uh, its feet wrapped in mist. Uh, and beyond them rose the broken highlands, crowned with drifting cloud. A chill wind blew from the east. Oh, there you go. Uh, night was gathering over the shapeless lands before them. The sickly green of them was fading. So this, um, you know, things are turning to it's almost like death. Yeah. You know? Yep. Kind of creeping or, or you know, um, life is fading, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, far away to the right uh, of the Anduin uh, that had gleamed fitfully in sun uh, in, in the sun breaks during the first or during the day, uh, now is hidden in the shadow. And they also talk about this bit where they they do not look back to the river, back yeah. to Gondor, to their friends. You know they can't. Yeah. Uh, the, there's there's no either. They have to press forward. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's it would be useless to do that. Um, so interesting. You mentioned uh, you know the the wind blowing from the east, and I went ahead and counted it. There's three mentions of it. Really. Three mentions of it in the next couple of pages. Um, and again, just that idea that we're going to the east, that's where the, the, the death is, that's where the destruction is, we're going right into that. And that east wind, we, wasn't that mentioned previously, the east wind, right? Yeah, we were talking about it. That's right, okay, so I thought so. Uh, uh, something, uh, yeah, I'll have to look at it. Can't remember what. Gondor, and we were talking about uh, yeah. they, they, when they were singing the song, the tribute to Boromir. Yeah, that's right, yeah. you yeah. left the east wind for me. Yeah, that's what Gimli said. And there's a, what am I supposed to say good about the East Wind? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we've got that mentioned again, and just the idea that you know what's coming from the East is it, it's 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 fell, it's yeah. foul. It's not what we want to be dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Sam goes on for a bit here, though, just kind of uh, muttering and talking under his breath about you know Mordor and you know um, this is this is the line that you had brought up is that like it's the one place we want to you know. That we need to get to, but we just you, you know we, we've heard that we yeah. shouldn't go to, but it's the place we're trying to get to, and yeah. we can't get there. Yeah, you know, and it's it's which is such a conundrum, right? It's like yeah. uh, we shouldn't be going there. We're trying to, right. and we can't get there. Right. And we're frustrated. Right, that How doesn't ironic. make sense. I know, and they can start to see it now too. That's the other thing too. They can see it on the horizon, a, a dark line, uh, like distant mountains of motionless smoke. Every now and again, a tiny red gleam, uh, far away, flickered upwards. On the rim of Earth and sky, so being able to visually see Mordor, too, uh, man, just just right in your face, uh, yeah, impending doom, absolutely, and then causing even more frustration. Well, yeah, they Gosh. actually have a little back and forth here, just as to, yeah. as to like, do we press on? What do we do here? You know, because because yeah. Frodo kind of says, um, "Hey, can you smell it? Yeah, can you smell it? Yeah, I can smell it. Smell what? I smell the island. That's for sure." I smell what the rocks are cooking. Ah, okay, all and right. And will. Good grief. That's uh, rocky. Yeah. 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 They uh, talk about finding the path, trying to find a way out uh, of, of here, and Sam goes on to say, like, you know, well, actually, I think it's Frodo recommending, like, you know, maybe another day we'll bring that about to us. You know, like, we have to just kind of keep keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sam's just like, or another, or another. He just doesn't see an end to, mm-hmm. he, he can't find a way out of this, this fix. Yeah. Um, you know, and Frodo says, I wonder... It's my doom. I think to go to the shadow yonder, 
so that a way will be found. Yeah. So, um, so, so that a way yeah. will be found. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just get like <laughs> caught up in, in some of this. <laughs> so that a way will be found. It's my doom, I think, to go to that shadow yonder so that a way will be found. Yeah. But will good or evil show it to me? Hmm. What hope we had was in speed. Uh, delay plays into the enemy's hand, and here I am delayed. It is the will of the Dark Tower that steers... Is it the will of the Dark Tower that steers us? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so they're, they're, you know, he's contemplating what, what uh, forces are at work here. And that next line, too, he says, All my choices have proved ill. Who does that? Who does that Aragorn. make us think of? Yes, almost around the same time, Aragorn had that same feeling. Actually, it was more like the day that he left. We just remember that line. He says, "All, all my decisions have gone amiss. All my choices have been wrong." And so it's interesting that that the leader of the hunters and the ring bearer himself. You know, we talk about the parallels, but there are a lot of parallels between Aragorn and Frodo. Uh, they're they're similar in character, I think. And um, so even this feeling of well, and they're, and they're both leaders. Right, absolutely. Yeah, Frodo yeah. is leading this quest. Yeah, Aragorn has one of the biggest leadership roles in Middle Earth uh, to unite tonight, unite uh, you know men against uh, the darkness, and um, so it's interesting that they're feeling very similar in different situations, but feeling like, hey, all my decisions are going wrong. Also, kind of parallels what Gandalf has said in the past too. You know, saying that uh, all all our hope was in speed. Yeah, and the secrecy too. Yeah, and just that idea and, of the, the timing, beginning. right? The timing is is interesting. Too. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, babe. Um, go ahead. So we were talking about Saruman's powers. Yeah, and how we weren't supposed to. I kind don't like of, that guy. Yeah, we weren't supposed to listen to him and his words. We had to kind of be careful, right? Yeah. Uh, Sauron, though. Yeah. What power? How far does his power reach? What what force is? working against them here because you know the Urukai mm-hmm. were given speed across Rohan mm-hmm. you know um, and, 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 and I believe that was again that, that's all Saruman's influence right mm-hmm. so is there something that, that Aragorn uh, faced that Frodo is facing now that is causing them to feel this type of despair mm. you know because it's it, I mean I know it's just that like well you, that, that how deep do you want to get? How go, deep do you want to go? Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the ring itself. Okay. There I'm thinking go. the influence of the ring itself. Forgot it was there. Uh, isn't it crazy? <laughs> and probably <laughs> so did. Probably so did Frodo. And, I, and isn't I'm thinking that it's some of its. Uh, even this chapter, we start to see a little bit of division. Um, I don't know. Division might not be the right word, but a little bit of a splinter. Well, a splinter between Frodo and Sam. Okay. Um, yeah. In their own interactions, and then even later on with the introduction of Gollum, yeah, um, and then also I think I think even uh, Gollum's presence, right? He's he was let loose by Mordor. Um, he knows about Baggins, knows about the Ring. He's been pursuing them, and he also is driven by a love of the Ring, yeah. which is partially the power of of, of Sauron. I don't know, man, because he is he's he's not as direct. I don't think, yeah. I think uh, Saruman was, was kind of more blunt, right? Force. Um, right. Trying to persuade with his words, obviously. But, like, Sauron's hard to de- decipher, dude. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I'd like to go do a little bit more digging just on what his power, his influence. Like, But what then he sends weather. There's yeah. weather up here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's so, true. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. The dude is... 
so I don't I, know. That's what a, makes them so scary well, to me. It's a combination of those things. That despair that's setting in. It can yep. happen naturally. It can, as you say, the ring, yep. uh, was, which is an extension of Sauron. You yep. know, so yeah. Uh, there's that. There's that. But yeah. so now, the, the, but uh, uh, Sam gets him back on track. Frodo is asking about food. Um, they want to know, you know, what they have left, and literally, it's lambus bread. Yeah, that's it. You know, yummy. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah, we had some good. Uh, we had some good snacks the other day at the uh, those potato chip cookies. Yeah. Man. If that was lambus bread, I'd be fine. Absolutely, me too. I'd be four hundred pounds, be, but I'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, so, anyways, uh, and who is, is Sam's kind of? Uh, he's longing for that bread and and, and beer. Oh, right? a mug of beer, yeah. And he's he's kind of um, lamenting the fact that he's got nothing. He's got all this cooking gear, and not even a blade of grass to cook. <laughs> no, it's nothing. It's, it's crazy. Isn't uh, it? It's kind of ironic, and, and you know, we see later on that he finally does get something to, uh, you know, to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, some some rabbit eventually. Oh yeah. And yeah. then also, this is kind of ironic because he's he's talking about. You know, later on, he has to get rid of this because it just becomes too much of, yeah. of a burden. And and there later on in the journey, he's got to just leave, get rid of it. It's crazy, you man. know, isn't it? It is. Crazy. It's almost like I wonder if he's thinking about it right now. I wonder if he's thinking, I've got nothing to cook anyway. Let's just get rid of it. Well, and, and you, or what? What do you think? You, well, when you, their goal is speed. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it, that would be nice to strike quickly. Yeah, pots uh, and pans on your back don't help with that. Before things get really churned right. up, right. so. Uh, yeah, and now, so after that, they talk about, uh, you know, Lamus bread, then they kind of move on to, to uh, Gollum and, and mm-hmm. basically have you heard him? He's been yeah. following us. Yeah. You know, uh, Sam is super, you know, upset by his presence. Um, he says, I hope that's the way of it. I wish uh, we could be rid of him for good. Yeah. Uh, talk about the eyes. Yeah, seeing those, those eyes, eyes creeping him out. Yeah, they, they yeah. kept looking back and, and seeing his eyes. And yeah. remember, he's been following them since... Way back in the fellowship, I mean, yeah. Where did we notice his presence going into Lothlorien? Yeah. Dude, just the, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it was, and just even, uh, um, or was it even? Uh, I didn't before that. Did, did, I think Gandalf said something around Moria? Oh, right? it was Moria. Yeah, Gosh, it was Moria. Yeah. I'm, I'm an idiot. Um, no, you're not. Don't say that about my 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 flannel wizard. Yeah, don't you dare. Um, so the 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 eyes of Gollum are what's haunting uh, Sam. And then we read a little bit further, and it's a different eye that's haunting Frodo. <laughs> right? That's right. He talks about the, um, <laughs> geez, he says, um, I wish we could get away from these hills. I hate them. I feel all naked on the east side, stuck up here with nothing but the dead flats between me and the shadow yonder. There's an eye in it. Come on. We've got to get down today somehow. So just also the, the irony of usually you think, you're up on a you're up on a high place. You're kind of protected. You can kind of see over other stuff, but not when there's this yeah this evil place yonder with the feel of an eye. So I just thought it was kind of interesting too. Like you know they're both haunted by different eyes. Yeah, that is cool. Um, that is yeah, cool. Which is I, yeah. Well, if you're reading through the first time, you start to uh, from uh, Pippin's sort of in- encounter in the, mm-hmm. the Palantir, mm-hmm. right? You start to see you start to understand what this eye is. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's interesting too because I, I mean, in the film we we vis- we, we get a, a a picture of it earlier. Yeah, we know what it is. Yeah, yeah and in here it's kind of like more hinted at and alluded to. It's yeah, not. It as, evolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is pretty cool. Awesome. Pretty cool. Uh, okay, yeah. so uh, let's see. But the day wore on, and this is where we get into some. Uh, again, they're just uh, more description of. Yeah, get your uh, compass out. 
the rocks. Yeah, yep. yeah, they're halting, they're stopping, they're looking around, trying to find their way. Uh, nothing but the wind sighed over the edges of the stones, yet even that uh, reminded them of breath softly hissing through uh, sharp teeth. Uh, and, and, and you got to be thinking, right, is that cloaking, is that cloaking Smeagol Gollum's breather? Sure. Right, yeah, his sure. movements. Right? You're, you're envisioning that breathing good. coming through with the wind. You're is like, that Chase? Where is like Chase? Chase McKinney? Show up in here somewhere. Andy Serkis, you over there. <laughs> so, uh, cr- just a creepy, creepy, creepy place. And then we, we hear a bird there, so that's an inaccurate. This was, this was recorded at Emin Muil. That's fantastic. But it's, and it's inaccurate. It's inaccurate. Soundscapes nowadays, guys. You can't Terrible. trust YouTube. Terrible. Um, well, maybe, maybe Gua here is, you know. <laughs> Keeping an eye out. Keeping an eye out or something, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, again, they, they come to this ridge uh, that took a sharp bend northward, uh, and it was, it was gashed by deep, this deep, deeper uh, ravine. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's a great description. You, I, I think they actually, like, the film does a good job, too, of kind of yes. showing us what they're, what they're facing. Yeah. Um, they have to get down. Mm-hmm. Um, this, it's almost like the sheer cliff face. Yeah. And... I imagine them like repelling backwards. Mm-hmm. Like the first, they talk about like how Trying far to jump, right? How far the jump is going to yeah. be? Yeah, I'm like, well, here we go. Special Hobbit powers again. Yeah, right. Because I believe in them. That hide and go seek oh. team, man. I'm telling you, like, they would stomp the elves, guys. And I've said it before. I know I'm probably wrong, but there's definitely an elf that got mixed in something way back there. Yeah, absolutely. or fairy. I think uh, was not the old old two cut of fairy wife or something. Yeah, I just there sure it is. It's it's there, guys. It's there. Uh, <laughs> but so so they have to get down this this uh, yeah this sort of ravine, and uh, you know they talk about it. Frodo's or um, Sam doesn't want to do it, but he's like he's going first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't that what he said? Doesn't he want to go first? Uh, yeah. But then it was like, what was the thing? If if he went second, he would have fallen on him. What was the? <laughs> yeah, that I think so. So you go first. I can't remember how yeah. that how that went down. It was yeah. it's kind of funny. So they talk about it being a nasty uh, bit of a drop. Uh, Sam says the cleft was longer and deeper than it seemed. Some way down, they found a few gnarled and stunted trees, uh, the first they had seen for days. Uh, and you kind of forget that there are, mm-hmm. you know, little clumps of trees here and there. Yeah. Uh, twisted birch for the most part, uh, with uh, here and there a fir tree. So uh, there many were dead and gaunt, uh, bitten to the core by the eastern wind, as you had said. Yep, that's right. the third mention. Uh, you know, bitten to the core. Yeah, so that's that's. He's so good. I know he is. He's so. I know. Gosh, man, he's so good. I know. I know. I mean, I know. I know. It's it's okay. So to break from this, just for a second, to break from the story, because I was telling you how I went back and I started reading through. Because I'm like, you know what? I I need to. I need to read more. Okay, I yeah. need to read more. And I was like, I, I there's so many different things to study, right? You, you study his other works that inform Lord of the Rings. You study him as an author. You study his time in World War I. Uh, it, all, that, all that stuff. Um, but I went back and I read a little bit of that author from the century, author of the century by Shippey. And it was amazing. <laughs> there, just, just the notes of when he was going through and writing these stories. He really, his first run through, he did not know what was coming next. You know, I was telling you about mm-hmm. at one point, he wasn't sure how he was going to align uh, the Rohirrim. You know, the people of Rohan, uh, that they were going to be, um, you know, spies and associated with Sauron. Um, and then it's just, it's just amazing to think that he really didn't know where he was going at first. 
yeah. was was able to try different a few a few different things, saw what worked, saw what didn't, and then was able to go back and just layer and put all these details. I mean, it just the dude is you're right, a master, an absolute master. Yeah. It, it just every time I see something that, you know, any bit of um just the various devices that he uses, I'm yeah. just like, gosh, there it is. You yep, know, it I just know. sneaks in there and you don't you don't even realize it's, it's happening I and know. it's like uh, so, yeah, as we had said, they're looking uh, at this jump they want to make. They say, I believe it's 18 fathoms. 36 yards. 36 yards. Yeah. Radical. So a fathom is one, I'm sorry, six feet is what this says. I just Where looked you it up. Uh, and it's typically uh, used in reference to the depth of water. Mm-hmm. Um, I just literally Googled it, uh, which, which, is, which is pretty neat. So, so yeah, they're, they're talking about this jump that they would <laughs> possibly make. And I'm just like... You guys are don't do it. I'm no. sitting over. Don't. Yeah. Please, you're gonna break a leg. Yeah. You know, and there's literally no wizard there to, you know. Right. Not even the flannel one. Nothing. I know. So, um, what happened? So here, 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 here. What, what's what's this? When did they get to the rope? When did they pull out the rope and, and trying to back down this tree? Let's let's uh, this uh, this cliffside here. So. Um, the smoke blur of the mountains in the east was lost in a deeper blackness uh, that was already reaching out westward with long arms. There was a distant mutter of thunder borne to the rising breeze. That's right, as first the storm comes, mm-hmm. right? That's right. They have all that, that downpouring of, of rain. This yeah. is where you said the attack, um, yeah. you, know, is, it, you know, comes from, from Mordor. Yeah. On them. Yeah. So, uh, and it's a, it's a downpour, isn't it? Yeah. Frodo sniffed the air, looked up doubtfully at the sky. Well, I think actually they see it coming on. They know they got to go now. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it kind of hastens them, which is funny. They're talking about using speed, but at the same time, like, remember we talked about that. Whoever fe- whoever um, Whoever's hand is forced is going to lose. Yeah. And we talk about over the story, it's because the forces of good force Sauron's hand before he's ready. That leads to his destruction. Yeah, yeah. But he's trying to do the same thing here sure to our hobbits like yeah. whether he realizes that or not he's sending the storm which is trying to hasten them yeah and if they go too quick right they're gonna fall and die well it's it's, it's stirring them up gonna find the right, right yeah right it's, it's, it's shaking the bushes yeah. and seeing what comes out yeah you know uh be careful he, when you do that's that. right that's right so frodo sniffed the air and looked up doubtfully at the sky he strapped his belt outside his cloak and tightened it and settled his light pack on his back then he stepped forward towards the edge i'm gonna try it he said you know, we get lost, too, because we love Sam. Because Sam's pure and good. Yeah. We get lost and, and, and forget how how great of a character Frodo is. I think that's one of the biggest tragedies of Lord of the Rings, is we forget just how strong Frodo is. I mean, he's carrying that ring on his neck all the time. Yeah, that's... that's and not. he's still brave. And he's still, he still makes those choices to take those steps towards doom. I think that's one of the neat things is that like you actually forget that it's there yeah. sometimes yeah. and then all of a sudden it comes out and you're like, whoa, he's been carrying yeah. that burden. you know, A long time. And who else has carried it that long without being corrupted? Yeah, it's a long like time. Like fully, fully. Yeah. He's, he's a resilient hobbit and uh, he should be praised for that. So, very good, said Sam gloomily, but I'm going first. You, said Frodo, what's made you change your mind about climbing? I haven't changed my mind, but it's only since... Put the one lowest as is most likely to slip. I don't want to come down on top of you, is what you're talking about, and knock you off. No sense in killing two with one fall. Before Frodo could stop him, he sat down, swung his legs over the brink, and twisted around, scrambling with his toes for a foothold. It is doubtful if he ever did anything braver in cold blood or more (laughs) unwise. Yeah, yeah. Can you Um, imagine that, though? He he just sits down on the edge. He's got nothing. 
and he's literally just gonna like by hand yep free climb this yep. thing I'm just... he's he's bold man he's bold no no sam you old ass said frodo you'll kill yourself for certain going back like that without even a look to see what to make for come back he took sam under the armpits and hauled him up again so imagine frodo just picking him up sam's yeah. a big hobbit too yeah yeah uh, now wait a bit and be patient, he said. Then he lay on the ground, leaning out and looking down, but the light seemed to be fading quickly, although the sun had not yet set. I think we could manage this. So that storm's getting closer. Mm-hmm. I think we could manage this, he said presently. Um, I could at any rate, and you could too, if you kept your head and followed me carefully. So uh, they're just talking about how there's no place to put your hands and yeah. feet. And then all of a sudden, isn't this when he realizes that he's got the rope? Actually, so they get... Or do they try to climb down no, first? No, there's like two levels to this. So like they go down... Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, so th- that's what I was trying to remember is, is where is the... Stuck the, in Emin Wheel, man. The break up here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, because you have that hurrying darkness, right? So now you've got this storm gathering. Um, the, I think he does, as you said, tries to make a little bit of haste here. And he, he ends up... He swayed, slipped, and slithered downward with a wailing cry. He actually slips and falls Yeah. Uh, um, a ways down. And Sam heard him and uh, crawled with an effort to the edge. Master, master, he, he called. Master. He heard no answer. He found he was shaking all over, but he gathered his breath and once again shouted, Master. The wind seemed to blow his voice back into his throat. Uh, he, hears, he doesn't hear anything for a bit. And then eventually yeah. uh, we have an, all right, all right, I'm here, but I can't see. Oh, uh, yeah. He was calling with this weak voice. He, think he's, he thinks he's like struck blind. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's either the 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 whatever is so dense there, or he lost his lost his vision, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So so he can't he can't find a hold. He can't yeah. move. Um, what can I do, Mister Frodo? What can I do? Uh, there's not much, you know. What, why could not his master see? It's dim, so he's freaking yeah, out up there, yeah. which which you would be. You don't know. He can't really even see uh, necessarily down there. He you know, Frodo can't see. Um, at all, and he's just fallen, and, and they're they're right next to they're again. It's it's like I imagine like um, a landing, and then you've got a sheer cliff face, and then yeah. another landing, and then another yeah. sheer cliff face. So yeah. that's what I'm kind of envisioning. It's hard to envision, though, isn't it? I mean, it's it hard, hard to yeah. Uh, so uh, there is a moment uh, that was a little further back up that I wanted to point out because it is kind of easy to to pass over. What'd you get? Um, but uh, uh, it's. Right when I stopped reading, climb back, I suppose, said Frodo. Easy, easy said, objected Sam, but wait till morning and more light. No, not if I can help it, said Frodo with a sudden strange vehemence. So just this, this like shot of anger and almost like insistence that's very interesting that we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen that kind of tension between Sam and Frodo. He says, I grudge every hour, every minute. I'm going down to try it out. Don't you follow till I come back or call? So I, I want. What is that? Is that just Frodo saying, "No, listen, I'm your master. This is how it's going to be." Or is that a rift starting to appear that the ring, the burden of the ring, is kind of causing between he and Sam? Wait a second. Can you read that again? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'll go back even. I don't know how you can be so sure," said Sam. "Why you can't see to the bottom in this light? What if you, what if you comes to a place where there's nowhere to put your feet or your hands?" Climb back, I suppose," said Frodo. "Easy said," objected Sam. "Better wait till morning and more light." "No, not if I can help it," said Frodo with a sudden, strange vehemence. It's the fact that he said "sudden, strange" to me. Yeah, do you know what it is? 
It's uh, because Sam was insisting to wait until the morning, the light. Right. Which is because Gollum, you know, kind of we'll talk about that in a second. It's nuts. Is I, that's so okay? There's there there's the discussion. Is it because is there something uh, Ooh, okay. forming between him and Sam because Sam wants to? He's okay. He's he's more comfortable in the light, uh, and Frodo is less comfortable uh, during the daylight. We think. Hmm. Is it nighttime though? No, it's day. It's day. So yeah. what's he saying there? He says uh, when there's more light. He's Sam wants to wait until the next day. Frodo so wants to go now. What's up with that? So okay, so he's not saying that it's like a difference between night and day because it's already daytime. Is it daytime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then I just don't know. It, it, to me, I'm, I'm thinking is that why him? wait a whole day? What are they going to do? Because it's getting darker. Because that that storm's approaching and and night is falling. Maybe it's day going into night. It is because yeah, they I have. Think it is. Yeah, it is because they have. You know, Gollum comes up later and yeah. they end up staying there. So maybe it's like evening. Would you say? Right. Yeah. But I just I just thought it was interesting because he hasn't really he hasn't talked to Sam that way yet with yeah. that kind of sudden yeah. sudden like almost oh, oh. almost anger. You know what I mean? And, let me, let and, me sit up here. And what me... Sam's doing? Sam's just looking out for his master. He doesn't want him because because Frodo is really insistent on getting down now. I want to be out of the sight of Sauron. But Sam is thinking. This is kind of dangerous, man. We can't rush this. And Frodo has this break where he says, no, I'm going down. I don't care. And he says it. I, I just envision that. You remember in the films where he starts kind of snapping at Absolutely. Sam? Absolutely. And you're like, this is like, what is going on here? That, it's the ring. It's the ring's influence or. Um, yes, the ring. And then, and then you're also talking about the dark. Maybe he doesn't feel as safe in the dark, but he doesn't feel safe during the day, too. Well, I, don't, seen, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Hear me out. Ez likes to make a, a lot out of nothing. That's my. That's the flannel wizard's what, job. I'm doing the same thing. Okay, but it seems to me, and I just went back and read a little bit, uh, where he, when he says, you know, waiting till there is, whether it's waiting till the storm passes and there's just more light, yeah. or if it's uh, it's getting darker, let's wait till the next morning right. for light. I actually think it's that suggestion of light that irritates, whether it's a subconscious or whatever the oh, okay. the will is that's working. Uh, the magic that's working against Frodo, I think that gets flared up because of that. Right. I think. I don't know. That's something that seems to... And I don't know. I'm just trying to parallel it with like what Gollum kind of goes through in... I don't know. Remember his wound, too? Yeah. In the nighttime, it's it's not as safe of a, of a time for him. Yeah. His, so Morgul, his Morgul wound. I, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of things playing into that. I think we could blow. We've kind of already I think have I, I blown think, that I, moment I, up a I little bit. I think I made a little bit of out, out of nothing, but I like no, trying no, no. To do I, it. I, I think Tolkien's words there are. It's interesting. A sudden, strange vehemence. Yeah. So just this insistence. It happens all of a sudden, and it's and it's different. Right. And we haven't seen that yet. So far, they've been pretty like, they've listened to one another. They've worked together well, and this is like a, a, a moment of duress. They've been stuck. They've been. And, San, and Frodo's like, I'm done with it. I, I need to get out of sight of the, you know, that eye that I feel is, is, you know, I'm naked on top of this hill and it's piercing me every moment. I just thought it was interesting. That's all. No, I think it's very you interesting. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of forces going on in that moment, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. the one thing you don't, wanna, you don't want to happen is to have Frodo and Sam, their relationship to be strained. Because they're sure. Sam keeps Frodo strong, and and it's just uh, maybe it's a little foreshadowing too, that there's going to be 
another character that sort of influences their relationship as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Well, we'll we'll sorry we'll, sorry we'll table it. I I, <laughs> I dude, I love it. I, I that's what I'm saying. I I, I love this. It just uh, stood it stood out to me. I was like, that's. I'm probably making more out of it than I need no, to, I, but it's, it's interesting. Am. This it's is interesting. my job, okay? Uh, so there was another crack of thunder, and then the rain came in, uh, and, and this blinding sheet mingled with hail. It drove against the cliff, bitter cold. Yeah. Uh, this is where Sam's like, I've had enough. I'm coming down. Yep. Uh, and Inferno says, no, no, wait. Uh, he called back more strongly now. Uh, I shall be better soon. I feel better already. Wait. Uh, you can't do anything without a rope. <laughs> That's where it, right? This is where it hits him. A rope. You know, he's just, uh, he's just sort of like, oh, you know, how could he forget? Um, well, if I don't deserve to be hung on the end of one as a warning to, to numbskulls. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well. Not but a ninny hammer, yeah. Sam Gamgee. That's what the gaffer said to me often enough. <laughs> it's, uh, that's funny. Well, he had so much discussion, too, about rope before he got to Lothlorien and then there on. And, and yeah, just wishing he had some rope. Right? Not yeah. making yeah. and all this good stuff. Yeah, so that's right. Pretty cool that it comes back. Uh, into play here. Yep. And so they go back and forth just a bit, uh, talking about his gaffer, never mind him. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mr. Frodo, in my pack, um, <laughs> carried it hundreds of miles, and I clean forgot it, you know? Yep. yep. Uh, then get busy and, and, and let an end down. So quickly, Sam uh, unslugged his pack. He, he goes through it and pulls out the elven rope. Now, yep. he got the... Didn't he, 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 didn't he nick this... Uh, from the at, boat? From the boats. Yep. Yeah. When they when he was getting all everything ready to go right. and, and Frodo was taking off. That's right. Yeah, which is pretty neat. Little thief. <laughs> hey, it's a burglar. All right. That's right, man. Don't you call me a thief. Starlet's precious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they he, he gets his rope out and um, what's he do? He, he lets a little bit of it down. He stepped back, braced his feet against the stump, um, a yard or two from the edge, half hauled, half scrambled. Mm-hmm. Frodo came up, threw himself mm-hmm. on the ground. Uh, thunder again. You know, this this storm is is kind of raging around mm-hmm. them. Um, they, they, they crawl back into this gully. They, they need to take a little bit of shelter. They're still wearing their elven cloaks, which is important mm-hmm. to remember. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so, and again, you think of, uh, Frodo brings it up here, but like the idea that you could have like a mudslide or you could have, mm-hmm. you know, some of this cliff face give way under this type of rain and weather. Yeah. You don't know how. Or even how, something fill up. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's pool, true. A pool fill. You yeah. know? You never know. Because he talks about, he talks about being half drowned. Yeah. Right? Right. So. Right. Drowned. Not full drowned like, like his father. That. That's right, but, man. Uh, Close enough. As what is wrong with you? Why would you even bring that up? You know, hey man, it happened. It happened. Was yeah, and who was who was responsible for that? I don't, was it Gollum? I don't know. I love that theory, dude. I love that theory. <laughs> but anyway. I love it. Okay, yeah, moving on. So uh, yeah, Sam goes on here and talks about how he stole that rope. Not stole it, uh, stowed it in his in his uh, in his pack. Right. Um, Frodo says, "Pity you didn't have another length to bring." Um, how long is your rope? I wonder. <laughs> So that's probably a question he gets asked a lot. Uh, 5, 10, 20, 30 L's, more or less, he said. Who'd have thought it, Frodo exclaimed. Ah, who would? Elves are wonderful folk. It uh, it looks a bit thin, but it's tough. And soft as milk to the hand. Packs close, too, and as light as light. Wonderful folk, to be sure. So just a valuable object to have. Uh, and so they start figuring out, you know, like what can they do with this rope? How long is it, you know? Yeah. Uh, is this where the... Uh, let's oh, see. they hear a sound. The sound, right? Yeah. This is where the, the, like, black, black riders are back, yeah, guys. Yeah, they are. All right. 
and they're scarier than they ever were before. I mean, they've been kind of in this, you know, we've, we've encountered them indirectly. Well, even here, you know, uh, the idea that there's yep. a, uh, a sound um, that comes through the air. That they, they talk about they, these riders are now flying. Um, so they decide to, to kind of lay up in this crack uh, until uh, night's over. So, correct? Yeah. They stay there? Did that shriek happen earlier and we missed it? There was something. There is so much going on, dude. Dude, we're lost. I think we're lost. I think that happened a, a little bit back, and it, he was recalling that. Yeah, you're that right. Memory. Yeah. The, I it was thought the, there was yep, a shriek. Remember, was I was reading, the, yep. and I actually thought. Uh, see, I, I jumped the gun on <laughs> yeah. the storm. It wasn't the storm that I was hearing. Uh, yeah, here it, was, it is. Yep, it was during the lightning and stuff. Uh, the hobbits had just heard such a far. I'm sorry. Then came a blast of savage wind, and with it mingling with its roar, there came a high, shrill shriek. The hobbits had heard just such a cry far away in the marish as they fled from Hobbiton, and even there in the woods of the Shire, it had frozen their blood. Out here in the waste, its terror was far greater. It pierced them with cold blades of horror and despair, stopping heart and breath. So, sorry we missed that. That was like a page ago. Mm-hmm. And so, you have this idea that this storm was coming from Mordor, and that, you know, there were black riders amongst it. Maybe to scare out a couple Hey, man, couple maybe they hobbits. were bringing the storm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they were bringing the storm. Hey, maybe they were. Stormbringer. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so we they talk that. about that a little bit. Yep, saying it sounded like the Black Rider. But yeah. they can't fly. I'm thinking we best lay up in this crack till night's over. Right. Yeah, right. And no, then Frodo's saying, I'm, you know, I, I'm thinking that I won't spend a moment longer than I need. Stuck up on this edge with the eyes of the dark country looking over the, the marshes. So, well, again, just this conflict. They, they don't, yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Not I, seeing eye to eye. I guess even I was even watching the films uh, in, in some of the extended edition the other day. I even get a little jaded and when just thinking back on. I know. I thought they, but in the, the way it's presented in the books, it's very, it's a hinted at. This yeah. is one of those things that, again, kind of evolves the, the Nazgul and yeah. what yeah. is it that yeah. we're seeing over the Anduin, you know, right. on the east side of the right. river. So in the films, it's a big reveal at the at the marshes. Yeah, and, and we're seeing here like this is this is way more treacherous than it, than we see in the the films. Sure, like the fact yeah. that a black rider flew right over, they heard it shriek, and they're trying to mm-hmm. figure out well, that can't be, right. that can't be. They're not they they can't fly, right? So they're trying to piece that together. Yeah. Uh, so Frodo gets his sight back. Yeah, able to see, yeah. right? Yeah, and this is where they decide to kind of take that rope. They marvel over the rope a little bit, don't they? They they kind of uh, yeah. uh, as uh, just the fact that they got it from the elves and they talk about its length and yep. um, the eighteen fathoms and it's should yep. should do yep. uh, by by Frodo's uh, reckoning, and so they decide to you know Sam. It's actually left to him to fasten it to a stump, yeah, and uh, so that way they can kind of rappel back down yep. over this cliff face. And our our friend Sam knows a bit about not making, you know. Yeah, he does, or does he? He does, or does he? He does, <laughs> or does he? He does. He knows how to tie the best knot that's ever been tied. Okay. 
What are your thoughts? I mean, so. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Let's let's look at this. We'll we'll take it uh, just kind of piece by piece Not by not. Not by not. Uh, So let's see. Reluctantly, he turned and prepared to go over the, the edge um, a second time, right? So, yeah. Uh, Sam said heavily. So, Frodo, does Frodo get on first, I think? Um, and, then, and then Sam goes down after him? Yep. Okay. Um, no, Sam went first. Sam I'm, went first. I'm down. Okay. His voice came up and clearly from below, but Frodo could not see him. His gray elven cloak had melted into the twilight. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, and then, um, yeah, so, so he, he follows... And uh, when they get to the bottom, you know, here's the bit that uh, bit of rope that they were so happy to have yeah. is tied way up over 18 fathoms. Noodles. You know? Noodles. It's a new, it's a new uh, expletive from Sam. Noodles, my beautiful rope. Golly. Lost, man. Yeah, it's, it's a Or sad, was it? Or was it? Uh, it's, 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 it's tough. So what's really happening here? You know? Well, that was my question to you. That's my question to you. Okay. Because I don't know that we're going to agree on this. Was it elvish magic or do his knots suck? His knots definitely do not suck. They're have good. We, my question is, have we seen Sam tie a knot previously? Okay, first of all, <laughs> the fact that you even question Sam's <laughs> knot tie. It's in the family, man. It's in the family. They're gardeners. Do you tie knots when you garden? He knows a lot of bit about... T- yeah, you do. String beans, man. Because... Uh, okay. Because here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking knots have more to do with being on the boats. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't... Unless you're messing around out in Buckland, you're Where's not that? real fond of boats. Right? That's queer folk business. Bean Further poles. east you go... What? Bean poles. String beans. I thought you said meatballs. You got... The, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So how... How good do your knots have to also, be to tie up string see, beans? What else can you? What else do you tie in? You know knots. I don't know. You're you, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, but okay. If you're if you're lifting big big uh, uh, bags of, of grain, you know, and you're heave hoeing and, and and you've got a, a pulley system, you need to you know you need to wrap that that rope around. A, let's see, we got a big bag here. Hey, as wrapping a rope around a pulley, I don't see any knots. I bud. ain't talking about that. I don't see any knots. I ain't talking about that. What I'm talking about here, say you got a bag, okay, and you take a rope, right, and you wrap it around. Sure. All right. And this then, is the next pole, by the way. Here's the thing. And then what you do is you you tie a knot, mm, okay, okay, to make okay. sure that, like, you can't just lay the rope sure. around it. Sure. You know, I guess you could, like, wrap hundreds of feet of <laughs> rope question, around. My question is, Ray, 
eventually you do have to run that that rope up over a pulley system. You could you right. could you know you have a little get your you know basic science. But he's a gardener. He's not a farmer. Does he need that much doesn't seed? Mean, doesn't mean to yeah, move sacks around yeah. with a pulley system. Mulch and fertilizer. <laughs> I, that's a pretty good point. You know what I'm talking about when you use a wheelbarrow though. Not to get it off of the, you know, the ferry. The ferry that that's he's got to load it into a cart. Is he doing that, or is he have a? Is there a guy who takes it to market? The hobbits and he buys look it? like they are something like. I mean, I think Sam uses his, uh, composts as his own food, probably for soil. He probably does. And it's fertilizer. But all right, don't you reckon? He's also running errands for other folks. You that's know true. what I'm saying? That's true. So so here's the question though. Was it Elven magic? Was it somehow Galadriel, and the powers of of Lothlorien? Infused into that rope, looking over them, mm-hmm. watching over them, whatever. Or can he just really not tie knots as well as he thinks? I want your answer. Magic. Okay. Hundred percent. I want your answer now. I don't think. I love Sam, dude. Sam is a powerful this creature. Is unreal. Sam is powerful. But I'm going to go with Frodo on this one. I don't think his knots are as good as he thinks. Are you kidding me? Rope making and not making are in yeah. the family, so to speak. Sure. He says that in Lothlorien, doesn't he? I do think he says that, but I don't I don't know. I mean You calling it Sam a liar? No. And then again, you do make rope out of old old plants. We trying to say I mean it's just that he's boasting or that he just doesn't, you know, maybe maybe he's over I I so here's Sam's words. He did not laugh. Uh, after Frodo says, you know, who tied the rope? A good thing it has held as long as it did to think that I trusted all my weight to your knot. It's kind of, kind of nasty words from Frodo. <laughs> Straight to it. Sam doesn't laugh. I may not be, and this really hurts Sam's feelings a lot. Um, I may not be good much at climbing, Mr. Frodo, he said in injured tones. But I do know something about rope and about knots. It's in my family, as you might say. Like you said, as why my granddad and my Uncle Andy after him Andy Gamgee. <laughs> Him that was the gaffer's eldest brother. He had a rope walk over uh, by Tie Field many a year. And I put as fast a hitch over the stump as anyone could have done in the Shire or out of it. Hmm. That's what he says. Then the rope must have been broken, frayed on the rock edge, I expect. I bet it didn't, said Sam in an even more injured tone. He stooped and examined the ends. Nor it hasn't neither. Not a strand. Mm. I don't think this is the last time the rope comes, you know. We're going to see more of the rope. That's true. So We do see more of the rope. We'll see. I'm still going to go with Frodo's initial reaction. We'll I think continue. maybe it wasn't as well, tight as tightly. That's what he says. You know, have it your way. Uh, and actually, Sam eventually tells him, have it your way, Mr. Frodo. He's, he actually tells him that he thinks it's, you know, not tied uh, correctly. Uh, but I think the rope came off itself when I called. Okay, yeah. he coiled it up and stowed it lovingly back in his back. He just gave it like a slight little nudge, like almost like a regretful, like oh, that's you know too bad. Right, it's stuck there, and he kind of does like a little eh with his yeah. hand and magic rope. Boom, comes off. As Elijah Wood says, real elven rope. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, you guys let us know what you think on that. I mean, <laughs> obviously, I take Sam at his word, and I you know don't know why anybody yeah. would. We see a uh, we see beautiful stars coming out, which hey. Is kind of, kind of perfectly placed because we just had this uh, elven rope save us, and then again looking to the stars mm-hmm. and the celestial connection with the elves um, and the moon. And they talk about the uh, what, what does Sam say? Um, they do cheer the heart, don't they? Elvish they are somehow. 
and the moon's growing. We haven't seen him for a night or two in this cloudy weather. He's beginning to give, beginning to give quite a light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, Sam. Be careful about talking about the light in front of Mr. Frodo know, in right? the ring. I know. I'm on to something. Yeah, I think you are, my friend. Yeah, I'm making stuff up. Uh, no, I think there's definitely a connection there. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, so anyways, they have to... Uh, at any whoa 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 what is this? <laughs> it Kurt, wait a second, wait dude. A second. Are we are we stuck in Evan Moyle right now? Hold on, man. I keep things keep jumping off of this page. It's also me. one o'clock in the morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa one sec, one sec. What? Second. What do you see? Let's see. They had not gone very far when they came upon a great fissure that yawned suddenly, um, black before their feet. It was not wide, but it was too wide to jump across in the dim light. They thought they could hear water gurgling in its depths. It curved away on their left northward, back towards the hills, and so bared their road in that direction, at any rate, while darkness lasted. Okay, never mind. Something did jump off the page, but it's not what I thought it was. It's not what I, it's not what I thought it is that it should have been, that it was going to be, so whatever. Uh, anyways. Oh, so that, that's sort of where they're, they're headed. They end up finding mm-hmm. a, a little uh, cave in a place where they can kind of, um, you know, a spot that they can kind of... Clear some stones away and and uh, make you know lay down for the night. And they're also kind of thinking like you know if if our little footpads after us, we've laid quite a uh, obstacle course for him. Oh yeah. You know we've we've gotten through some terrain and and he can try it. He can try to get through. And he does. He does. He does. And actually, it's yeah. it's scary how well he uh, is, is able to actually come over those sheer cliff faces without any rope, yeah. without anyone to help him or guide him. Yeah. And uh, knows exactly. I mean, just yeah. 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 He sees something. So uh, Gollum is, tra- is 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 tracking them. Olshmigel here is is still on their trail. Uh, let's see. This is where they're they're sitting. This is where uh, they see him, right? I mean, this is where yeah. they, don't they watch him for a little while? Yep. As he's um, coming over that. Yeah, uh, they're worn out after walking through. They find a, sp- a place to, to, it says, cast themselves on the ground under the lee of a boulder lying not far from the foot of the precipice. Um, so they just kind of, they're, they're huddled up there and, uh, you know, cold. It's night, uh, but there's, uh, the moon was now high and clear. Thin white light lit up the faces of the rocks. So they got a good view of what's going on in front of them. Um, well, said Frodo, standing up and drawing his cloak more close, closely around him. You sleep for a bit, Sam. Take my blanket. I'll walk up and down on sentry for a while. Suddenly he stiffened, and stooping, he gripped Sam by the arm. What's that? He whispered. Look over there on the cliff. Sam looked and breathed in sharply through his teeth. He said, that's what it is. It's that golem. Snakes and adders. And to think that I thought that we'd puzzle him with our bit of a climb. Look at him. Like a nasty crawling spider on a wall. Crazy foreshadowing there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so just you know, he so you have this image of him maneuvering as easily as a spider would. Yeah, no that, problem. What, what took them forever to get yeah, down? Was really got hurt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and then it's just kind of dis- Tolkien describes his his movements down the face of a precipice, sheer and almost smooth. It seemed in the pale moonlight, a small black shape was moving with its thin limbs splayed out. Maybe its soft, clinging hands and toes were finding crevices and holes that no hobbit could have ever seen or used, but it looked as if it was just creeping down on sticky pads, like some large, prowling thing, thing of insect kind. And it was coming down head first, as if it was smelling its way. 
it's not forgetting the sniffing that's for sure it's definitely not um, uh, now and again it lifted its head slowly turning it right back on its long skinny neck and the hobbits caught a glimpse of two small pale gleaming lights its eyes that blinked at the moon for a moment and then were quickly lidded again do you think he can see us said Sam I don't know said Frodo quietly but I think not it's hard even for friendly eyes to see those to see these elven cloaks I cannot see you in the shadow even at a few paces and I've heard that he doesn't like sun or moon and Sam says then why is he coming down Frodo surmises he can smell us perhaps <laughs> and he can hear us and he can hear as keen as elves guys here's the how thing. creepy is this dude Here's the thing. If Let you have, there are a, a few things that we teach in this podcast. And don't it, forget it. Don't forget. Well, it's one of the most underutilized senses we have. It is. We yet don't the, use yet the it strongest. Enough. Yet the strongest of memory, isn't it? Yeah, but I he mean, knows like, what hobbits smell like. Yes. And yeah, it's, it's, he, they're, they're you also, think he's forgotten the smell of baggins? Probably not. Mm, probably not. Well, and it's also like it's, it's such a, bad a memory difference. It's such a you know like a, a, a stark difference between what the rock. Yeah. Well, think about Maybe that too. The smells that are there. Talking about smell being tied to memory. Yeah. Probably the the most significant memory in his life, other than finding the oh. ring, is losing the ring. That's right. And the smell tied to that is that old Baggins aftershave. You ever right. smelt that? It's oh, Woo, it's like brute, isn't it? It's great. And so he's got that smell in his mind. He's going. <laughs> so he's going after that Baggins. What? There was a smell. Yeah, there, there's been smelling throughout uh, the whole thing. Yeah. I'm done. Done. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I think we are the perfect Sam and Frodo right now. It might be driving people crazy. Uppers, we're sorry. But yeah, it's just sorry. where we are right now. We feel stuck in Emin Wheel. Yeah, we're not getting out of here, guys. Not alive, anyway. Not the both of us. <laughs> How fast can you run? You, you, you go on ahead, man. I'll lay here and play dead. Uh... <laughs> Let me take a nap for a second. Uh, so, but imagine this is kind of creepy, right? He he doesn't know that they're watching him, and so he does kind of almost you know catches up on him too quick here, or what have mm-hmm. you. I don't know. The moon came out and kind of helped mm-hmm. the the hobbits to mm-hmm. see him because yeah. I think he might have been this close beforehand. But uh, the moon probably hurts his vision too, doesn't it? Is that well, what you're saying? Maybe, and, and then also just the idea that like it, he had been cloaked by its absence. Yeah, you know, for a yep. couple of days, and now Sam is mentioning, "Well, here it is. It's it's back out, and it's aiding the hobbits." And also, Frodo saying, "Yeah, he doesn't like sun or moon." And he also does that weird thing where he looks, he looks up at the moon, blinks, and then closes his eyes again. So even that yep. light, even that light hurts him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and so uh, almost s- kind of isn't that crazy thing about the moonlight blinding someone? <laughs> like he's that sensitive to light. Well, he lived in a cave. He, well, he lived Underground. under the mountains. I mean, literally in yeah. I mean, okay. Like, okay. Went too far. Too deep. Too deep. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. Oh, Mr. Frodo. Good. Sorry, God. man. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. So, Sam's had enough, though, right? Oh, yeah. He wants to actually attack him yeah. and kind of sneak up on him. And, and Frodo him. warns him, you know, that he's more dangerous than he looks. Yeah. Uh, and so. Gosh, he's my precious. Oh, gosh, he's Precious 
That's all I got, man. My throat's killing me. Dude, I could... I also think maybe so. So people were wondering what the Gollum voice is going to be. So yeah, crisis, my precious. Uh, more haste, less speed. We mustn't risk our neck, must we, precious? No, oh, precious Gollum. Hey guys, it's Julian here. Also <laughs> known as Gollum. <laughs> Dude, I, I knew it. I I knew all along that Julian would be would Julian be Gollum. is Gollum. Uh, it makes perfect sense. I think so. I that think makes so. perfect sense. You know, I've, oh, I've seen some some of the photos. Do you like you, my Gollum voice? Yeah, I do. Actually, your actual Gollum voice, yeah. It's really, precious. It's really good. You and Chase are really, really good at it. I, I, I like it. my friends. <laughs> you do a better, happier, you know, Smeagol, though. You're, you're a good, happier. Oh, you see that, precious. Oh, well. <gasps> Sorry. Um. <laughs> Lane's throat is literally <laughs> actually tearing up right now. Oh, gosh. It's ridiculous. It's fun. Gollum is a fascinating character, man. Yeah, he is. Well, what I was about and to say naked. Is, also naked. Yeah, I was looking at some of the artwork. Did you well, did you see that one that's kind of more classically? Yes. yes. I've never seen that before. We that's need to post that to the group. That's the one that freaked me out, actually. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. see here. Excuse me, our wind changed there for a second. Wow, that's, that's an abrupt... <laughs> Let me read. Hold on. It was in the book. Uh, an abrupt <laughs> end to the wind. <laughs> uh, okay. Word of command. It's back on. It's back on. All right. But yeah, uh, we'll have to post that in the group because it is a will. trippy uh, looking. Yeah. Uh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, Sam, so he tries to fight Gollum though. Yeah. Sneaks up on him, jumps him. And I got to say, thank goodness Frodo is there. No kidding, man. Stink. Well, and and so it's interesting to th- to think about Sam's judgment. This character. Wow, wow, wow. That's one o two a.m. talking. Sam Sam's judgment. This chapter. Yeah. Yep. Right. He underestimated, and even Frodo warns him. You have this interesting back and forth too. Like like one of them giving the suggestion, and the other one not listening, and it not working out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're not trusting each other right now, which is bad. Yeah, it's really bad. But Frodo says, man, you don't, dude, this is not to be messed with. Not to be right. messed with. And Sam goes, oh, I got him, Mr. Frodo. Don't worry. You know, like, he, he underestimates the power of Gollum. And he finds it out real quick. And like you said, thank, oh, thank the Lord yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that Frodo is there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it's honestly, I like, what was, I mean, it, it's frustrating almost to see this, you know, Gollum creature who is like, there's nothing to him, you know, and it just—he's no. such a tough. I mean, the the ring has given him power yeah. uh, and extended his life. You oh know? yeah, oh yeah, in in such a way. Um, so yeah, he's he, he continues to go on talking to those hissing, you know, sharper kind of. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, like that. The where is it? Where is it? My precious. Where's my precious? Dude, that is. Such a good I. A lot of people. That's a, I don't know. It's okay. It's. Anyways, it's been precious, huh? No, Why please. No. no, 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 Julian? no. We don't want that. Um. So he's, yeah, he's thieves, thieves, the dirty little thieves. Yeah. Um. Where are they, my precious? Curse them. We hate them. Yeah. Uh. And and just you know on and on and on. We and, we. And, first time we're kind of hearing this like. Yeah. Uh, more than one, huh? Disturbing. Yeah. Whispering to himself. Sam jumps him as as I say, as I said, uh, and uh, 
Frodo kind of uh, kind of comes up and grabs you know Gollum around the neck and has him has his sword up to his throat, yep. and uh, he's begging for you know forgiveness. Um, well, and actually, you know, uh, Frodo lets him know that this, this is Sting. You've you've seen him before, and kind of this this reminder mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. you know that he and Bilbo there's a connection between the two, mm-hmm. he and Frodo, which is yeah, cool. Absolutely. I think you know absolutely. A, a cool connection back to the Hobbit even yep. in Two Towers. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Don't hurt us. Don't hurt us, precious. Um, they won't hurt us, will they? Nice little hobbits. He's trying to pacify them a little bit. Man. And uh, they, st- they got in this conversation about pity. Doesn't Frodo have a reflection, yeah, too, he does. about... We, we have time travel. Yeah, with, with Gandalf. Yeah, it seemed to Frodo then that he heard quite plainly, but far off, voices out of the past. And yes, yeah, where we have this jump back to that... That conversation back and back end. Mm-hmm. What a pity Bilbo did not stab the vile creature when he had a chance. Pity? It was pity that stayed his hand. Pity and mercy not to strike without need. I do not feel any pity for Gollum. He deserves death. Deserves death? I dare say he does. Many that live deserve death and some that die deserve life. Can you give it to them? Then do not be too eager to deal out death in the name of justice, fearing for your own safety. Even the wise cannot see all ends. And important here, because we know how this ends. Mm-hmm. You know, we know at the very end how this ring gets destroyed. And it's interesting here that these words come back. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. interesting, man. What is yeah. that power? What is that power? Well, I, I think one thing, and I, not to take, not to derail our conversation here. Well, but, why um, not? We've done it like five <laughs> times already. Uh, Tolkien, I think, was a great reflector on. You know, obviously, you guys have read some of the letters and and seen some of his, or you know, listened to some of the interviews. Um, the this being a story about death, yeah, you know, and even life and death. I, I like to extend yeah. it to that. Uh, that not to be too eager to deal out death in the name of justice uh, makes that that kind of caution by one of our counselors in in mm-hmm. in, in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, some that die deserve life. Can you give that to them? So we often here have the ability to deal out death. Yeah. But we don't. We can't take it back. You know? It's such a... You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. It's interesting how like the it's power also, is that you yeah. have. You know what I'm saying? And also kind of flips it on its head, too. You know, the power, the power to give death, but he's talking about the power, the power to give life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's like you have... You can wield one of those powers, but you got to be real cautious. And you yeah. know, it's, it's not you know, who, who are you to really, right? Kind of, I don't know, right? To deal it out yeah. in, in such a a way. I don't know. It was yeah. just it's a challenge. It's a challenging, uh, you know, quote there and moment yes, from, from Gandalf. Yes, it is. And I like to reflect on it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Sam stared at his master. So. He says very well. He actually uh, lowers his sword, yeah. And uh, and Frodo is actually willing to um, kind of you know allow Gollum to to, to get up. Yeah. Uh, now that I see him, I do pity him. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And don't you don't yeah, you pity yeah, yeah. Gollum? I mean, sure. It, I think I think Sam's you know misgivings with with Gollum is just it's it's more of a um, like a knowledge. I think it's just keeping his master safe. Yeah. Okay. I think it's more yeah, just sort of right. like, if it's just me, whatever. Right. But I've got to look out after right. Frodo. Right. And this guy's making my job harder. And don't you think Frodo's, too, is his his knowledge of, of Gollum's past 
and how he yeah. was Smeagol once. And then also this this well, ring bear. Yeah, right. This kinship. Yeah. You know, he, he sees what he could become. Right. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Uh yeah, so so um Man, dude, oh, the levels the levels are there. Yeah, well, and we're we're getting to we're, so this is where you know if you if you like as forgot about the ring in the beginning of the chapter, um, <laughs> you're you're reminded about it here. I mean, right? You know, and, and, I, and I, I I say that in, in a, like I think it's it's meant to be that way. I think oh, yeah. I think you're meant to kind of forget about it. Yeah, from I time agree. To time and that it's it's a power. That's, that's part of its power. Yes, that's what I'm yeah. driving to. Yeah, uh, because it's it's something that. For Frodo to really believe Smeagol, he has to swear, um, give his word, yeah. right? Well, actually, I jumped way ahead there because <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that that does that does come up. But <laughs> he's losing his mind right now. He's <laughs> like, I'm having so much fun, dude. He's like, he's like, dude, did you just chap- did you just jump two chapters ahead? <laughs> I'm having so much fun. I just saw Lade flip to the back of his book like. Was that the end? Was that <laughs> Did the I end? Did I miss that? No, it's in here. It's, it's in this there. chapter. I don't no, think it, you're skipping that. Far. I, I don't no, know. It's I'm hard teasing. to keep this all straight, my I'm friend. Teasing. It is this chapter. It's a lot but in this But what chapter. happens right before that, though, is um, he actually, doesn't he kind of quickly betray them? Uh, let's see. Whimper to the ground. Don't look at us. Let's see. Oh, help me out here, man. Where, where, where are we at here? Uh, uh, I don't know. Where did you leave off? Uh, nice Hobbits. Uh, where, where did you, yeah, yeah he, uh, well, he was trying to pacify the hobbits, yeah, uh-huh. you know, and then we went through the whole, you know, uh, Gandalf's, you know, quote, um, and, you know, yeah. giving him pity, right? Uh, Sam stared at his master, who seemed to be speaking to someone uh, who was not there, right? Mm-hmm. Gollum lifted his mm-hmm. head. Um, yes, wretched we are, precious, he whined. Misery, misery, hobbits won't kill us, nice hobbits. So he continues uh, with all of this. Uh, Sam scouted him and sucked his teeth. Uh, but he seemed to sense that there was something odd about his master's mood, and that the ma- and that the matter was beyond argument. So again, yeah. he's so- he sort of said that, um, you know, he- he's he's going to. And Gollum Gollum makes this this uh, offer to to lead them. Mm-hmm. I'll find you safe paths in the dark. Yes, we will. Um, yeah, and you're right. You're. It's like Sam's starting to see that. Yeah, and he's amazed at Frodo's reply. He's starting to see this connection for him, and and uh, he's troubled by it. Mm-hmm. He's worried about it, and he he sees like there's nothing he can do to to talk him out of it. He's his mind's made up. He's talking to people who aren't there. You know, he's he's probably wondering about that as well. Like who who's he usually talking to right now? Yeah, um, absolutely. And then you have this this direct moment. Frodo looks straight into Gollum's eyes, which um, you know, were something that were a, a point of torment for for sam previously yeah which flinched and twisted away you can't even look at him you know that or you guess well enough smeagol he said quietly and sternly we are going to mordor of course and you know the way there i believe and Gollum covers his ears with his hands as if such frankness and the open speaking of the names hurt him we guessed yes we guessed he whispered and we didn't want them to go did we no, precious, not the nice hobbits. Ashes, ashes and dust, and thirst there is, and pits, 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 and orcs. Thousands of orcs. Nice hobbits mustn't go to that place. Can't even mm-hmm. say it. Yep, yep. So you've been there before, and you're being drawn back there, aren't you? So Frodo's just like, he's getting right to him, grilling yeah. him. 
He's like, you're not going to fool me. And this is, like, really what he's doing right here is, you know, Gollum or Smeagol, uh, by the end of this chapter, starts to call him master. Yes. Right? True. And this is he. This is almost like Frodo's... I mean, I know there's other implications, too, when he calls him master, but it's this is him mastering Gollum. Yeah, it is. Right? This is him showing, hey, I'm the boss. I'm the ring bearer. This is my journey, and you're not going to derail it. You can help us if you will, but you're not in control here. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I it's it's in level. So so you know the first bit here is is he explains what they need. Mm-hmm. Gollum does reluctantly kind of agree, and they they end up kind of um, he and Sam almost lay a trap for Gollum. Yeah. You know where they kind of with their they know he's going to run. Right, they know yeah. he's gonna, he's he's gonna bolt, and this is before yeah. he swears to the precious. Right, uh, but he, so they set this up. They both look at each other and kind of say, "We know, like let's just let's see how this goes. Don't fall asleep. You know, keep your guard about you." Right. Yeah. Um, the hobbits seated themselves beside him, one on either side, with their backs to the stony wall, resting their legs. So we get past that whole bit of, you know, where uh, Lane was just at, kind of talking about um, the road they need to take to Mordor. Uh, the shadow fell down from the hills and grew dark before them. The stars grew thick and bright in the sky. No one stirred. Gollum sat with his legs drawn up, knees under his chin, flat hands uh, and feet splayed on the ground, his eyes closed, but he seemed tense, as if thinking or listening. Uh, and this is where the, that, in get that um, you know, a little bit uh, sort of a connection between Sam and Frodo. And uh, he kind of says, your, your uh, rope might prove useful again, Sam, he said. Sam yeah. got out the rope. Um, and this is where they kind of jump Gollum once he he takes off, right? And, and yeah. he, he he had tried to to escape them, to evade them, and they tie him up with the rope, and he starts screaming like a yeah. crazy, you yeah. know, crazy yeah. man. Yeah, it's burning him. Yeah, you know. So and it did. They did describe that rope as having that uh, milk moon, that moon glimmering, milky, yeah. milky, to milky the touch. white light kind of. Yeah, right. Like a, like almost a light. like there's starlight like a glow. in it. Yeah, it's right. what I'm saying. Uh, Which it, he doesn't like light, no. so so it's right. burning him. It's burning yeah. him, much like the sun or the stars or the moon would. Yeah, it, it hurts us. It hurts us. I'm going to derail us one more time. Sure, it's not really derailing. I just want I want your opinion on this. So before that, um, he says, suddenly his voice and language changed, and he sobbed in his throat and spoke, but not to them. Leave me alone, Gollum. You hurt me. Oh my poor hands, Gollum! I, we, I didn't. I don't want to come back. I can't find it. I am tired. I, we can't find it. Gollum, Gollum! No, nowhere. They're always awake. Dwarves, men, and elves. He keeps going on. Who is he talking to? Sauron. Takes his hand. He's shaking it to the east. That's what I have written down to to yeah. Sauron. Yeah. Well, I actually think so. When I read that, I was thinking to myself. One of the, one of the thoughts that came to me was. Wow, how many times do I have to say it? Uh, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> the way thoughts came to me. <laughs> how many different ways can you say it? When thoughts blossomed in my mind uh, as I was reading this spot in the text, yeah, um, I was thinking about, and again, I just did it right there. It's like my go-to <laughs> phrase. It's like my go-to phrase. I, I, guys, it's, it's literally filler. I don't know what it's I'm good. doing. It's good. So, does... Uh, is he resisting Sauron? Well, and I think so, and I'll tell you why, As I'll tell you why. We have the same thought. Because right. before this, it was all we, 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 we. Mm-hmm. Here he breaks 
and you can almost see him resisting using the word we. Yeah. I, we, I don't want it to come back. I can't find it. I am tired. I, we can't find it. Gollum, Gollum, no, nowhere. That's where you get that whole Gollum Smeagol fight, right? Yeah. I versus we. It's breaking. Yeah. Yeah. And by the end of it, well, by I the think, end of this chapter. I think, though, why, why do you think that he is resisting? I, 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 it's, hmm, he doesn't, first question. of all, he doesn't want, it's, it's one, I don't know. I don't know, it's, man. I once it gets back in the hands of Sauron, it's done. It's done, though. Right. There's always a chance if it's still in some if it's in the hands of like a hobbit or sure. something else like that. It's sure. it's still in play. But once it gets back to its master, Dunzo. So you think he's manipulating them there, maybe? Or no, do you no, think no, he's I actually think you think he's actually struggling against I think he's actually struggling against their demons. Yeah. And and he wants to resist it because if Oh, I see what you're saying. If it if it returns, then it's done. Then it's, it's over. It's done. He right. wants it for himself or let right. the hobbits keep it and I'll stay close to it. You know what I'm saying? So what is that in him? <clears throat> so so his true self wants it. It's not just Sauron in him. Yeah, unfortunately, I think I think he's. Yeah. That's sad. It Isn't is that, sad. Gosh, dang, I know. dude. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's he's corrupted to the a core. Point. Yeah, it, 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 and I, I don't know. I don't believe that. Maybe there is a bit that. I don't know. He. Well, we see a bit of that come yeah, out. Yeah, do. I mean, yeah. and so, I don't know. He's it's it's this fight, but at the same time, and he's almost there. I know. You know, uh, it's 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 hard. We'll get to that later, though, yeah. uh, as it comes up. So again, thoughts blossoming in my mind. Um, we have the betrayal, right? Where he he kind of rushes off. We got him in rope. We got him tied up, and now. Uh, comes the moment where, like, what is it that we can, you know, promises? Yes, I promise, said Gollum, I will serve the master yeah. of the precious, good master, good Smeagol, uh, Gollum, Gollum. Suddenly he began to weep and bite at his ankle again. Uh, so they take the rope off. Yeah. And he he actually has to have him swear um, on the precious. Yeah. Right? That's something that he believes that is going to bind him, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Uh, to Frodo. There is a line too there that's really interesting too, where it's talking about when when Frodo's convinced that the the rope really was causing him physical pain, mm-hmm. and uh, saw that it was too tight. Um, it's good. Oh, I'm sorry that it, it was a good. It knot. was not too tight, indeed, hardly tight enough. And that he just he just made it really quick. Just a a note on on who Sam is. Sam was gentler than his words. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, but he, he could he could have had that tighter around him, and it wasn't. I mean, well, I mean, it's just it's just a it's just a it's a comment on who Sam is. I know. I know. I'm just teasing with you. I was trying to get into a fight about. <laughs> okay. the, right. I was trying to get into a fight about now, the rope. Sam's a douche. What are you talking about? <laughs> but no. he's he's just so yeah. It's it's just interesting. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a comment on his character. Yeah, it um, is. Which is which sorry. Is where were you now? Where were Same we? spot you were at. Uh, I don't which know is, if that's true. Well, which is which is that like you had mentioned he oh, had on he the does, precious. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, he does take the the rope off. They do swear uh, to the precious, and for a moment it appeared to Sam that his master had had grown, uh, and Gollum had shrunk. Yeah. Um. Because right before that he says, "Yes, you know, Smeagol, uh, it is before you," and he wants to touch it and see it. Yeah. And he will not let him. Yeah. You know, do that. Yeah. That's just a temptation. That's that's too great. Uh, he, he knows he wouldn't be able to, to, to resist it. And I think saying that he is the ring bearer and it is before you now kind of makes him go like, okay, yeah. you know. Um, he covets it so much that like he's willing to serve this person because they yeah. have it uh, until, yeah. until, you know, um, 
the ring, you know, either seeks him out or what have you. So yeah. he also says, um, yeah, talking about that 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 uh, contrasting imagery. Yeah, right there. A mighty lord, you have thought. Finish your thought first. A mighty lord who hid his brightness in gray cloud and at his feet a little whining dog. Yet the two were in some way akin and not alien. They could reach one another's minds. And so just interesting, Sam seeing this connection. Like part of him's got to be like, again, kind of disturbed by it, a little uh, discouraged. Like there's this deeper connection that even he has with yeah. Frodo. Yeah. And that's got to be unsettling, especially, you know, with his his gut. And we talked about Sam's gut always kind of serving him yeah, the right way. Sure. And at the end of this chapter, you know, even though even though Frodo's like, okay, I feel pretty good about this, we see Sam doesn't feel the same way. Sure. In yeah. his gut, he, he does not trust these promises, especially on the precious. And, and, I, and, and uh, yeah. Well, two points. I don't think he – I don't – there's uh, – what makes Sam, I think, uneasy is that like he doesn't know what this means or symbolizes or what's sure. this, uh, the impact of, of swearing that because he has sure. not been a ring bearer. He doesn't get it, and Frodo does, and, and so uh, there's that. Let me ask you a, a question. Pointed question. If So Bilbo, when they're back in Rivendell, and the ring is before him, and he, you know, I had the whole, we had that discussion about whether... Bilbo yeah. was reacting the way he did in the film, or was it that the shadow passed between them and it was more Frodo, the mm-hmm. ring was sort of controlling Frodo. I, yeah. you know, I like to, whatever. So there's that whole piece. Uh, thought came to my me, mind. Let me try to <laughs> blossom this thought out. I was, was thinking about Gollum and, and his, his addiction to the ring, and is it still pulling on him? Uh, does it still want him to, to take possession uh, of it. Oh, yeah. Or, could, because here, here, here's where I'm going to, maybe okay. this will help uh, drive the point. If the if the ring did, <laughs> does get back to Sauron, let's say it gets back there, yeah. okay? Yeah. Would it be trying for, would it be pushing for anyone else to come get it? What happens to that, that pull that's on Gollum and Bilbo and others, ring bearers? Once it's back in its master's possession, if it's no longer mm-hmm. pulling on them, mm-hmm. are they still obsessed and driven do they still covet it? You see what I'm saying? Like, Do does, they, does that stop? So I wonder sometimes, like, is the ring actually, it's right next to Gollum, yeah. right? Is it okay with where it's at? Because it's going back to its master? Mm-hmm. Or does it actually want Gollum to, is it, is it drawing him in and pulling him to take it from Frodo so he can take it back to Sauron it's a great directly? Question. Because eventually some point... Or is it a win-win it, situation for that ring? May, there you go. But yeah. the, if it's a win-win, I'm thinking... If it goes back into Sauron's hand on his finger or whatever yeah, yeah. in his possession and he, he wields it, that ring is no longer trying to get anybody else to come pick it up and bring it back to its master. Right. So would they just all become that, servants to him? That's what I'm wondering. Is that what, what all those people become? They're, they're, well, they're yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Once he has the ring, exactly. You've got the one because ring to then, rule them all. Because then the, that's how the ring further serves Sauron is it puts that empty promise out there that, hey, if you serve Sauron, maybe you can get the ring back. Maybe you could, maybe somehow, you know, if there you serve you him, if you serve him long enough, yeah. maybe it'll fall off. Or maybe you could cut it off him. Or, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. that traps him into serving Sauron in, forever. Into a service. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's just what I was wondering. There's Because there is a difference between you want it yourself yeah, and sure. there's, a, there's a pull yeah. on you well, to have it. That's something Shippy talks about. Yes, that the, that the 
it, it's like the, the the ring is a character. Yeah. It, it it's this inanimate object that's tied to the soul of uh he's Maya, right? Yeah. Um and yeah. is that right? Sauron. I don't know my Maya and Valar. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um so this this elevated being. Yep. And you know, is is the is the influence internal within you? Is it external from just the ring or is it both? <laughs> That's what I think. Exactly. exactly. I'm glad you articulated yeah. that way. That's yeah. exactly the thought that I was trying to blossom, <laughs> because I, I just, because I, I'm. That's what I'm. Let's s- just record all night. That was this all let's, night. Let's do it. We're, Sarah said she'll be up at five. It's so one thirty anyway. We we're almost well. there. Might almost as well. Dude, we yeah. make people tired when we say the. Sorry, time. guys. One thirty in the afternoon. Please. That's one thirty in the afternoon. The birds are out. It's like wow. It's summertime. Shit. You can hear the eagles overhead. <laughs> that was lame. No, that um, was sound effect. So, but you know. Uh, that's something I, w- I would like to hear other other folks kind of oh yeah talk about. You know, I know um, Nick was a is someone Nick Freeberg yeah. was a, a deep thinker in in regards to sort of uh, ring lore and its power and sure, the, man. And, and the and the uh, you know those those external I think internal. Has, I think he has a Silmarillion memorized. Like the dude's intelligent is intel. I can't even say the word. That's so he's more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a good guy. Anyway, yes, he is. So to kind of wrap this chapter up, though, because we're pretty much are, are at the end here, uh, the swearing happens there, and uh, there's there's a cool little transition that we see between um, with with Gollum. You know, he talks about good master, good Smeagol, Gollum, Gollum. Suddenly, uh, he began to weep, bite his ankles. We said that they take the rope off. Um, he you know, the misgivings between Sam. Uh, let's see. Not too far ahead. I'm going to be um, on your tail. I've only got um, I've got the rope handy. So Gollum is yeah. actually moving around without the rope, and he is just going. He's walking and leading them. Even there are even times where it says that he would go on ahead of them, and he would wait for them to catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's like a dog gui- almost, yeah, like, like, a, like guiding a, yeah. them through, like follow me. Um, so it really does seem that like Frodo, there's some wisdom in him having him swear uh, or make a promise. You know, on, yeah, it on serves the him ring. for a little. You're sure, yeah, yeah. And there's also an interesting point of you know talking about Sam's gut again. Uh, there's this line back here where it's it's after Frodo commands him to take the rope off, and there's just this quick moment where he uh, Tolkien says he, uh, Sam he suspected him more deeply than ever, and if possible liked the new Gollum, the Smeagol, less than the old. So this this Smeagol personality that's come out, um, that that half of his self, is more suspicious to him than Gollum. He suspects him more, even more now. And I think that that stuck out to me more than anything in this chapter because I think, you know, knowing what we know, right? You always trust Sam's gut. There is something inside of Sam that is so pure, and is so good yeah that just it speaks clearly through manipulation through through exterior influences because think about think about where frodo is too he's had this ring a long time Mm -hmm. it's just him and sam now yep there's no gandalf around there's no aragorn there's no higher being to give him counsel no he's actually one of you know like from a lower class yeah right it's 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 his servant yeah he's his gardener yep and then you've got this new character who comes along, who's also a ring bearer, so who, who he sees, you know, he's starting to see on his level now. Right. He takes pity on him, 
But then he sees, hey, he was in my shoes once. Yeah. He took this ring. He bore this ring for a long time. So even more of an equal than a, 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 someone of the same kin. Right, I, Sam? Yeah, and I think if you watch, uh, Smeagol kind of knows that. And, yeah, he does. Uh, and, and plays and, and, and will continue yeah. to kind of yeah. uh, mess with Frodo in that yeah. way. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's bonkers. You know, it, it's actually a really hard thing as you move forward to watch your friend go through something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. So it talks about them fading swiftly into the darkness over all the leagues of waste. Before the gates of Moria, there was a black silence. And looking out over the edge of the Emmanuel, Mike, mm-hmm. they, they, right at the end of this chapter, they, they've gotten through and the marshes are ahead of them. Um, and that's where we'll pick up next time. Uh, so I do have a couple questions and sure. some points at the end. Cool connections. That's what we call them. Um, so I want to ask you, is Smeagol, right? The whole, the, it, I, I, you forget about the title. The name is in the title, The Taming. Of Smeagol, right? Yeah. Gollum is gone now. So, is he really changed? Is he really turned? And is the fact that Sam suspects him more now than ever, um, uh, you know, a powerful thought in that he really isn't tamed, that this is something he's putting on, or that he's only tamed for a short period of time? What do you think? Okay. Is he Let's truly see. changed? Or like you said, is this a manipulation? Is this a tool? Or is this him... Well, I guess that would be manipulation. Him using uh, uh, this... this. I don't think you can... I, okay, here, here. He is fighting with himself. Right. He is fighting with right. Sauron. Right. You know, and so he's just seen compassion and kindness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, even at the time, Shocked I don't think he light, could have almost. seen it. Yeah, even with Bilbo's pity, it's not something that he... Uh, that was not a fine. That was not a good day for him, right? And he's right. he's been in long pursuit of the ring and right. uh, his precious. It, to me, it seems like it's half and half, man. Yeah, it's literally fifty fifty. Like I feel like part of him really does is thankful for that and mm-hmm. did swear to the precious mm-hmm. and is like by serving these hobbits, redeeming himself in a way. Yeah, maybe, but also like. I don't know. It's so hard. To, it's so hard to, to tell because mm-hmm. part of me thinks he doesn't want the ring to get back to, to Sauron. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't want the hobbits to destroy it either, though. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we know he does Somewhere lay in a trap yeah. at right. some he point. Does. Yeah, you're right. It, but right now, I think he is intoxicated with this feeling or this this promise that yeah. he's made. Yeah. And at least he can be, off. And at least he can be close to it. Yeah. Even, right. He's yeah. close to it. Right. Which an addict, if you're addicted to something and you want it back, just being close to it's enough. Yeah. Um, Okay, and then another major idea that comes about in this chapter, I mean, it's through everything in these books, but the whole idea of perspective. You've got uh, Frodo's perspective, you've got Sam's perspective, and you've got Smeagol's, Gollum's, and how they're all so different, and how they're all thrown together in this group that has to move forward Mm -hmm. together as one. Okay. Just just an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also kind of a play on, you know, earlier in uh, book one, we had the chapter Three's Company. This is like Three's Company, but in not such a uh, happy way. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> right? It's almost yeah. like Three's a crowd. Right. <laughs> um, and, and uh, you know, two of our hobbits, and then this um, creature who used to be, you know, kind of still is, a hobbit creature. And it's just a, it's a very different circumstance. Yeah. Gosh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, way. Uh, wow, we definitely 
got derailed there and uh you know things went uh up one way and down the other but um yeah um up and down cracks and crevices and it's just got me thinking i i don't know it can be treacherous but i think we just need to start a lord of the rings podcast man Let's just finally do it. We've been talking about it this yeah. whole time. And let's get the name right. Okay. You got any ideas? <sighs> what if I just didn't have any ideas? And, you know, the whole game. Don't do that to me. The Can You Smell It podcast. We could have The Rock on. Yeah. We could talk WWE. <laughs> how that is reflected in the world of Tolkien. Um, not but a Ninny Hammer podcast. Yeah. I mean, we just kind of proved we were Ninny Hammers this episode, didn't we? Yeah, okay, us. Sure, sure. Stuck in them in the wheel. Uh, My Beautiful Rope podcast. I know you'd like to start that. Could think of some good good clip art for it. Uh, What about Snakes and Adders? It could kind of be like a Shoots and Ladders type deal. Dude, I hate snakes. I'm sorry. Indiana Jones? I am out, dude. I am out on snakes like you wouldn't believe. That surprises me. Are you kidding me? I there no, I'm out. Okay, well then it doesn't have to be about animals. Uh, all right, good. Getting closer. One of these How days. How about blossoming thoughts podcast? I really like that. That's got some potential. That's what I'm saying. Let's table that one. Let's, let's move uh, on with that one. First yeah. one we can move on with. I think. Let's package that back where it came from. <laughs> In my brain. Uh, all right. I had a thought. Sure. What you? No, I was just. I had a thought podcast. Great. Persiation. Jeez, guys. We are really... You know what? Hey. We're not going to apologize for who we are. Calm down. Calm down. Oh, my gosh. Buy Water Post. Do you want me... I I will save you. Do you want me to save you? Yeah, because I don't think we have time for this. Do you want me to save you? Guys, what Uh, I was going to do... Listen here. Go ahead. What I was going to do is I was going (laughs) to read through... I was going to read through all of your comments on the uh, anniversary Instagram giveaway. And there are 53 of them. <laughs> and we got so stuck in Emin Wheel that I don't think, I think it would push it over to what, three hours probably? Pro- pro- probably, yeah. So I will share that, for, I will say that for another time or just go check other it out quarters. on Instagram. We could do it in other quarters. Yeah, so because it's... literally there are so many cool memories there. Um, and I was reading through and I just like, I well, was you know, we'll away. stop after every single one of them. We'll, we'll, I know we reminisce. it's a whole episode in and of itself. Maybe we'll do, I don't know. Maybe we'll do that sometime, but, but we, yeah. but anyway, um, the winner will be chosen. Uh, the contest f- cl- closed at midnight. Um, and so, uh, we will announce the winner of that very, very soon. We'll pick someone at random who commented and liked, and they'll be receiving that book and a little something extra special as well. Pouring water on you, bro. You we're a little we're loopy. By water post. By water post. Uh, Becca here, Keaton. Here. Related Be- yeah, to Michael. Man. No, just kidding. That'd be cool. All right, you got buddy. this one. You may get it. Go for it. I got it. You got it. You got it. All right. I will sit and listen. I'm very excited. Here we go. Uh, 17 years ago, a film called Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring changed my life. I'm in already. Line one, and I'm in. Yeah. I. It's it's a common thread among our bywater posts. You know, so uh, I was 13 years old and had just had uh, Christmas with my family. My dad decided that while we um, were all off for the holidays, we would go and watch a film together at the cinema. When he told me what it was called, me and my younger sister, who was 11 at the time, um, pulled our faces. Yeah. Pulled our faces? Yeah. Pulling a face. (laughs) 
Oh, gosh, that must be uh, where's Becca from? I want to know. Um, I had never heard of this Lord of the Rings, and my dad wouldn't tell me what the film was about. So uh, I'm ashamed to say that as I sat down in the cinema, I was expecting a uh, boxing film. Oh, that's awesome! To come on, are you? Dun, dun, what? Dun, this is great. Dun, dun, uh, dun. You know, Lord of the Ring, Lord of the Boxing Rings. <laughs> um, little did I know what I was in for. The film started, and within five minutes, I turned to my sister and said, uh, this is no boxing film. <laughs> and I was swept away. Uh, I had never felt such love for anything I had watched in all my 13 years. That's amazing. Yeah. As I left the cinema, I couldn't wait to go back and watch it again and again. And again, and to this day, I still have my ticket stub from my first, second, third watching at the cinema. Wow. Um, yeah. To say I was obsessed uh, was an understatement. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, for the next two years, my life revolved around these films, um, and December couldn't come around quick enough. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister and my best friend, every Friday night, uh, would talk for hours about it. Stick uh, posters of Orlando Bloom mm-hmm. all over our walls, yep. uh, and play the score in the background. Do you remember the, the that feeling of waiting for the next film to come out? Yes, I do. Just the 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 build up. Oh, it was awesome! How exciting was that? I thought you were going to say, "Do you remember when we stuck Orlando Bloom posters all over our wall?" Well, that too. Okay, you don't tell people about that. Uh, does Goldberg know about that? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think so. Is there a Viggo Mortensen poster in my house now? Maybe. 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 <laughs> Uh, we even wrote our own uh, fan fiction called oh my gosh. Lord of the Romance. What? Can we get this published? Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, I Becca, want a hard can copy. you send it to us, please? Want, get it? I want a hard copy. How about this? If she sends it to us, we'll act it out. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, man. We got to see, see what kind of ratings this has. Hey, Patreon. Uh, yeah, well, there we go. That, too. Uh, where we all became a part of the story and even had our own... Hobbit names, hmm. uh, which we found on a That's Hobbit sweet. name generator website. Yeah. Uh, my Hobbit um, persona being, oh, Lila Hamwich. Lila Lila Hamwich. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, Lila Hamwich. <laughs> um, as we grew older, uh, the posters came down, but my love of the films was still very much there. Wow. Uh, I have now read all the books countless times, uh, and. Um, have an avid uh, avid uh, collector's edition of the books, old and new. Wow. Uh, a few years ago, that that almost started a catastrophe. There, sorry. <laughs> uh, the Flannel Wizard uh, doesn't have his spectacles on right now. Or he does, but they're not helping. Um, a few years ago, me and um, my friends and my sister went to the outdoor screening of the Fellowship of the the Fellowship held in the ruins of uh, Kirkstall Abbey in Leeds. Wow. That's oh, wow. Cool. So... England. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we drank Pippin's um, uh, pros- Prosecco. Prosecco. Uh, and watched the Ents wandering around the grounds and sat with wow. a few hundred people and watched the film together into the night. That's a cool little That's awesome, visual. Man. You know? Uh, this is why I love it so much. Uh, that is one story. That this. Oh, that this is one story <laughs> that can bring so many people together from all around the world. Um I, w- uh, I think back to when I was 13 and wondered if my dad hadn't suggested we go see the film, would I have gone myself without knowing about this world? That's a good point. You know, once the movie passes you by, yep. would you have actually gone and seen it later? You sure. Know? Or would have had the same kind That's of... a great question. Well, because there's that like element of, I thought it was a boxing movie. 
Right. And it turns out to be it's such a cool kind Unexpected of surprise. surprise. Yeah. And, and being like a teenager, being 13, I was around the same age. Right. And just the impact it had, I was ripe for this kind of magical wonder. Yeah. 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 Becca was the same way. Yeah. Uh, she goes on to say, and how would my life be now? Um, so what kind of a uh, change would there be there? Uh, would I love uh, musical scores Great as much question. as I do? Yeah. Wow. That's a really good one. Uh, would I even uh, love the films and TV shows mm-hmm. I watch today if that film hadn't started my obsession with film and TV? Wow. wow. Uh, because I honestly can't remember what I loved <laughs> this much before I saw The Fellowship of the Ring on the big screen. That's here, something. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sometimes feels like I am the only person in the world who can love these stories as much as I do. Uh, but listening to your podcast, I know that I am not alone and there yeah. are people who are just as passionate uh, if not more so than me, uh, about the world Tolkien created. Uh, I have so many other stories I would love to share with you, uh, but you would be reading for hours. Well, we, yeah, the final wizard that. would be stumbling through the reading, but uh, yeah, yeah. so it would not just take hours, it would take days. Uh, so, so for now, I shall say uh, goodnight, uh, me and my old, uh, me and my dog, uh, old lady Willow, her actual name. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Uh, are going to finish watching The Two Towers, uh, which just happened to be on TV as I am writing this. Cool. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. I can't wait for the next episode now that I am all caught up. Uh, loving being a part of this book club and being able uh, to go on the journey through Middle-earth once again. So thank you. Well, thank you, Becca. With a heart. Love that. Yeah. I And an X, which is a kiss. Hey, can I get a couple X's and O's in there? Let's come on. Um <laughs> But, you know, awesome Tolkien myself. story. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. He's adding XOXO, Becca. So he took a license with that X. <laughs> yeah, um, to the doc. It's official. Can totally relate to that. You know, going into it, having no idea what the what the film would be. I was kind of drug along with my, uh, my uncle and my dad and my cousins and um, was blown away. And, yeah, how it influences, you think, if you hadn't been swept away in those movies and those stories what would your life be like now i know it sounds dramatic but what would your life be like we wouldn't be sitting here talking right now well see that i've oh, always it's amazing exactly we wouldn't be uh that's where i've always said like my mom's passion for sci-fi and fantasy mm-hmm. uh, i'm so glad there was just even she tried to hide it you know but like it yeah. was there enough that like it, yeah. it like just becca anyway kind yeah. of you know those influences can guide you to, I want to know more about her. Did her father just want to go hmm. see it? Cause it was only the holidays or, mm-hmm. or was there any passion uh, there? Or just, it looked it's good. A great you know, question. Uh, that'd be kind of cool to get some follow up on a great that. Question. So, and just also, you know, just the reminder that we're a book club. I mean, it's just so cool and it allows us to have, you know, like nights like tonight. <laughs> we're, you know, when you, when, when you're part of book club, you show up as you are. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's kind of like what we always do. We we don't ever try to put on no. uh, uh, radio voices or or personalities that aren't true to us. Facades, facades. Yeah, we drop the facade. Yeah, which looks like facade if you think about Add it. that to your vocabulary. And uh, <laughs> and you know, and we and we come as we are, just as you would. You know, I, I envision us all meeting in this room and talking and hearing. It's a, yeah, it would have to be a bigger room, I guess, maybe in the backyard or the whole village of Amanda and hearing each other's takes. And, uh, you know, like with any real life book club, you show up and sometimes you're, you're loopy. Sometimes it's, you didn't get enough sleep the night before. Well, sometimes you got lost in the chapter. And I love that we've had chapters like this before where it's like, 
dude, uh, we got lost in Emin Muil. Totally and, got lost. Uh, and it's just cool how your life can reflect the chapter. And uh, well, also, I don't know. Think about the parts that you're more passionate about. You know, I know. We, sure. Sometimes we breeze past a line that someone was just dying for us to I know, read. And, I know. And I know. Wanted us to hit, and it's like, dang, man. I mean, there's so yep. much that it is so hard to meet all of those different. It and is that's why it's cool that we have the Facebook and we have um, the Bywater post where you can actually yeah. highlight those things. Like, hey. Yeah. You know, I know that chapter's passed, but guess what, guys? I want to bring something back to your yep. attention. Yeah. Here's where it's at yep. for me. And that's cool. It's so, great, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. So really cool. Cool reminders. And uh, we're grateful for you guys and just this book club that we have going on. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop. It's cool to stop and reflect on that. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Becca. Uh, strawberries with cream. Yeah. We saw some incredible acrobatics by Smeagol Gollum this chapter. Almost superhuman. We also think that rope of the Gladrim may be magical. If you could choose to possess a magic power or magic object, what would it be and why? Holy smokes. I think we've had one similar list before, but you know what? No, this is good. <laughs> no, hold, on, hold on. You were talking about the difference between a magical power <laughs> and a magical object. <gasps> you also, I noticed when you're reading uh, Becca's. That was, a, was I popping? You say cinema? Oh, sorry. No, it's cool. I just you sound very British. Are you British, bro? Is it is it, is it, is it cinema? I think it's um, anime. <laughs> oh, cinnamon, hey. guys. Okay, so what would you do, bud? Okay, here's the thing. So a magical power is something I can keep. It doesn't go away. Hopefully, you know, unless it's like sure, um, yeah, an object you're in, you could lose. You're in danger of losing. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you're gonna go with the power. It could be taken from me. I don't know. Hold on. It depends oh, okay. on okay. what the object is. Okay. Okay. I mean, are we talking like Gandalf's staff? You know, it can be anything. Are we? But talking, does the staff also come with power? Does it have to be in Middle Earth? Because uh, if I'm pulling Excalibur from the stone, man, I mean, well, why not just get Andriel? I mean, come on. Hold on, man. Come on. An you know army I mean. of the dead, bro. You know I me. Mean? I'd rather have a staff over a sword any days. Okay, but <laughs> but if I have to pull a sword. Excalibur? Merlin was helping Arthur. You know, it was a... What comes with like, Excalibur? People are like, how Nothing. did Arthur get into this podcast? He just gets to be king. It's so because what? of the new movie that's coming out. I oh, just yeah, yeah, saw yeah, the previews yeah. for it. So yeah. it's got me, got me thinking. Okay. Uh, right. But no, I think I would probably go with a magical power uh, just because I wouldn't lose it. Word and, of command? Yeah, yeah. That would be a pretty good one. Really? I'd have to really think about which magical... I can only pick one power. For the sake of strawberries or cream, yes. All right, well, I I, so. one power, then, yeah, I would speak the word um, of command. Um, I like that. I like that. That's very fitting. Thank you. You kind of do it anyway. Uh, I think I would uh, go down the Saruman Sauron road. I'd like to control the weather. Wow. I'd go with the power as well. And I like what's going on right now. Guys, right now, it's like 50 degrees outside. Yeah. In December. Whoa. In January. We're in 2019, man. Hello. In January. All right. And that's a pretty yeah. cool thing here in the Shire in Ohio. I think we might actually turn into the Shire because there's no snow there ever. Mm-hmm. What are you pointing at? No, man. Look here. See that twitching? See my eye twitching? <laughs> hey, I didn't tell you, but I have a secret power. <laughs> my eye's twitching, guys. Lane just caused me to st- literally. 
I increased the uh, barometric pe- pressure well, in here, and now your eye is twitching. I was say my 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 yeah. my eye only twitches when the pressure changes. So yeah. like that's, that's it. That's, that's crazy. It. So my I do have that power. But uh, yeah, I, w- I would like that to you know bring in some ragged clouds and some snow and some rain and some clear them out if I wanted you know sun. So yeah, that'd be, that actually the no. weather would be that's a that's you can't a, steal that. No, I'm just saying. Can't you do well, no, I wouldn't want to steal. It. I wouldn't want to steal it because I can literally just speak a word of command and say stop. Silence you. Thunderstorm. Depends on how strong your word of command is, bro. Strong, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So I don't know. That's I like that. I like, that was a good one. That's a good Thanks, one man. because I would like to see, you know, I'd like to hear uh we should we should honestly make that a poll, a bonus poll. Okay. If you can remember. Okay. If not, guys, ask me where the where the bonus oh, okay. poll is. Yeah, I could do that. And they could comment on what they want their yeah, power would you want or magic their object? power right, or right, right, right. magic. That's a good one because I okay. would like to know okay. what your powers would be and if you pick object, what object are we picking? Okay, cool. I like Don't that. Don't you think it's that. cool? I love. Yeah, I do. I love magic stuff. Magic is good for you. Magic is for me. Oh yeah. You stay away from my kang thong. You didn't think he's coming back, but he's here. Here's a grim and warm time. We didn't mean for him to come back, but it's unexpected. Okay. Uh, all right, my friend. I'm in the shy doing my bad deeds. Hey, can I say? Uh, so that was strawberries with cream. Do you have yeah. anything else? I have strawberries whipped cream. <laughs> oh my gosh no okay. i don't share the load guys yeah. i want to one more time mm-hmm. say thank you mm-hmm. for the kickstarter yes it feels like i mentioned that about five hours ago when we started it, it this was episode. half that uh but you're right it is half that uh i i can't thank you guys enough no. i don't we don't even know what it's at right now but uh i'm, I'm sure uh, it's continued to increase. We haven't even like I have aunts and uncles and and my sister and my dad um, who still want to pledge and want their name on that wall. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't want you guys to think that we're you know this is again something that it provides us a place where we can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we were kind of joking in in the um, Kickstarter you know video. Uh, which you should definitely go check out. It's we've we've pinned that post to the main Facebook page, so go click on it, like the page, uh, and then go check out the Kickstarter video. Even just for a laugh, you don't have to donate, but um, you know if you want to go check it out, yeah. you'll, you'll understand why we're doing this, and hopefully, uh, you'll get a sense of why I, I thought it was so important to do it now before Lane has a second child. And and and, and also, he's not going to say this, but like that's a lot, man. We want to make sure you guys are are comfortable here, and that oh, we're yeah, yeah. we're set up out there. To kind of keep doing this and, and uh, raise your kids in this, you know, with this positive book group in the background, and you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we will go on, uh, you know, whether we can get it built or not. But it, it would just yeah. be, and, and honestly, it's like out of honor of you guys um, to to yeah, and as a testament that we're not going anywhere. No, we're you not. Know? We're not I going mean, anywhere. Tolkien has. You know, I mean, we have, jeezy cow, we have all the Silmarillion to get into. We have the unfinished tales. We have, t- we have I don't volumes of know. histories. I don't, yeah, I don't even know, guys. And then thinking about, uh, you know, further up, if you're a fan of, of Lewis, yeah. that all of his works we've got to get through too. Not got to get, we get to go through. And then who knows after that? Yeah. Who knows? That's an exciting thing. And yeah. we have another project where we're... Working on as well, that's so true. That's um, true, yeah. you know that's the three is company, my friend. Well, we, and we've looked at it. We've got over a decade's worth of, of work to do. And I we, think we do. We really do. And, and then and then you, I, I'm not even this thinking is our about lives. The, the shows, the shows and the films that'll yes. come out subsequent. And 
yeah, it's just, it's cool. And, and, uh, and then that way, yeah, when you come here, there's a place to go check out. There's a place to go record when we're at the party, we can just pop into the garage. There's the studio and, and we can make it the more that we're able to raise, the more that you're able to donate, the nicer we're able to make this. Yeah, that's right. The studio. Um, you know, I think it was Susie who said, let's, let's, uh, let's show our support. And that way it can be the you know, we can make the, 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 the nicest studio possible. Well, um, here's the thing I would love for if we're actually planning on uh, with Billy, uh, Billy Boyd, I have been planning anyways, to hit him up at a convention. Yeah. And I'm looking, if he comes back to Columbus, um, just in, in, in our talks and things, whoever could come to that Columbus Convention Center um, or what have you, if we have anybody, even somebody who's not like, I'm not talking a major cast member, um, but just other well, the Tolkien Society, you've got people there who, you know, do different moots around the country and stuff. So it's a nice, if we can make it nice enough, it's a place where people could come and yeah. actually, gather. you know, gather yeah. and we could actually do some legit recording yeah. and, and, and things. Um, I've invested a lot of money in this. I, I yeah, truly enjoy running book clubs. And I, yeah. I, if you guys don't know this about me by now, this is like what I do. It's my life. Yeah. Uh, I could be doing a lot worse things. I think oh, this dude. is, you know what I'm saying? I. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy this. I I, I truly too. love getting lost in 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 um, reading, and and I love. I'm a reading teacher, uh, and I don't know if I've ever i've I've talked about me being a teacher, but I don't know if you guys know this. I am a reading teacher. Yeah, and I teach kids how to read. Sarah does as well. Yeah. You do. You know, I do. You intervene, and we teach kids how to read, and it's so yeah. important. I want kids. Every kid deserves that. Um, that right that ability, and they all can, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I believe that. So I'm passionate about this and, and I, yeah. and I, I want to be able to keep doing this and make, um, more of these clubs where, where kids can join in my middle schoolers, my high yeah. schoolers, elementary yeah. kids, uh, you big know, kids like us, big kids like and us. You. Yes. Yeah. It, it's just fantastic. So here's the thing. I'm going to say it again. Um, honest to God, if, if we, if that, wherever that number stops at after 60 days, I am going to double it. And I am going to make this the best that we can. So depends on what you guys want to do. You know, um, how far do you want to push the flannel wizard? Because uh, I will, I'll take you all the way. Sell some cloaks. Yeah. You know, sell some somebody, cloaks. somebody hit me up and they said, I think uh, I, I had texted either one of our conspirators, and they're like, I might have been Jen. She was like, uh, When's the bake sales? You know, start. Yeah, like, yeah, she, do we yeah, need to do she, more bake sales right. or something? This is kind of funny. Uh, to push us to, to but that. that. And that's awesome. ex- my vision has expanded mm-hmm. from what yes. I had originally mm-hmm. thought this was going to be yeah. because I didn't think we were going to get this type of support. And so it's expanded to where right. I think I've scared well, it's, and Lane and Sarah a little bit with my no, vision. No, you haven't. No. But, but here's the other thing, too. I don't think it's that we didn't think we would get this kind of support. We no, didn't no. want to assume no, that we yeah, would get we, this kind of support. And, because that is that is a lot. I mean, that's... It's asking a lot. I, for me, I mean, I would I would think that, yeah, that that is... Um, it is it is in a way asking a lot and um but the fact that you guys are so on board that you you are uppers uh we all are uppers um and that this uh book club is a community yeah and that you feel ownership there you go um that you feel uh and we've said it since day one that that's what that that's what this is this is a safe place where you come you talk about the books that you love and you're as much a part of this group as any of us. And uh, it's a community. It's a community where you can come and, and uh, I don't know, bond with other people who love the same things you love. 
And uh, yeah, and that and that's what we become. We become our own little fellowship. Uh, that's huge, and um, that's encouraging. It is. It's really encouraging. It so. is. I, I want to share one more thing with you guys. I'm just in this <laughs> freaking this new year, man. I am just so stoked. And even though I am just crazy tired right now, I have to share this. Yeah. I was on another Preacher. podcast. Uh, I think it was just last night. And I want you guys to know how much you impact and influence me. I was there, and I'm in a completely different fandom, and I'm talking about different things. And several of of you uppers who I don't even know if you like that fandom came to my mind and I had examples, you know, about your kindness, things you Mm -hmm. had said, um, things that you had talked about in, in Tolkien. Uh, and I'll bring up one in particular and it was Kale and it was talking about the Nordic Jedi himself and it came up. And so you, you, you guys are honestly on my mind when I leave Mm -hmm. Amanda, Mm -hmm. you're with me in Minas Mm -hmm. Tirith. Mm -hmm. All right. We hear Uh, from you all week. We do, and, and you're constantly there. You literally pick each other up, and you pick me up all the time. And it's just, yeah. I, I have to tell you guys, I'm eternally grateful. I'm so thankful for yeah. the positivity in the group, and, and this this outpouring of support we've gotten is amazing. And just know, too, that even if uh, you know we try to like, love, laugh, wow, everything that we possibly can, um, we would love to comment on everything, too, but like sometimes there's just not time. Honestly, there's just not time. But yeah. we want you to know that we, we see what you're doing, um, we're proud of of the the group that you guys perpetuate this to be, and we're honored to be uh, to be in your fellowship. So yeah, so just just please know that always, and um, that we don't take uh, your friendship for granted. We don't take your support for granted. We know that that it is uh, it is an honor that you bestow upon us. And um, I, I don't know, it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I never in my life, never in my life, as a thirteen year old boy would have thought, uh, you know, falling in love with these stories, um, having them present throughout my life, using them to try and make good decisions with my life and who I wanted to be. And then, um, you know, I I don't know if I ever shared this, but as a kid, I didn't have friends. Uh, I did not have friends. I was the new, I was, well, yeah, I was the new kid twice in a row. Yeah. Um, moved from Chicago to Coshocton, then from Coshocton to Mount Vernon and just never really had a base of good friends you kind of cropped up out of nowhere i remember in in little league yeah yeah and so i never and i you know developed this defense mechanism and stuff and and it carried all the way throughout until college right and and in the past like five to ten years it seems like i've had this just this um like overabundance of really 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 good relationships Mm -hmm. and i see this book club book club i see this book club i see this book club as just um exponential growth of that as well and so i i definitely we definitely do not take it for granted because um you know for a long time that's something i didn't have uh and and i it's something i i told myself i didn't need and i was wrong about that we're yeah. meant to live in community. Like you can be an introvert. I am more of an introvert, believe it or not. Yeah. But you still need other people. You yeah. still need that sense of community. You still need um, to be surrounded by positive people. And I don't always get that in different areas of my life. Yeah, yeah. And so it's refreshing to know I can always come to you guys and that 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 uh, need is met. So Yeah. Dude, I'm with you. I, I've heard you talk about that before. We've talked uh, after podcast about just the way this is uh, – coming to be and it's 
fantastic. And then, yeah, you, you know, that whole, the whole piece with you guys are our friends and, yeah. and you're a part of the, you're part of the book club. It's just, yeah. it's be proud of that. Be uh, just, yeah. Oh, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year. Happy new year. Here we so, are. Here we are. All right, guys, that's share the load. Uh, we also have uh, stuff over on patreon.com um, forward slash up talking Tolkien. Um, we have probably three things. Well, let's see if you're getting this on Sunday, I would say Saturday, uh, we had two things drop for you, and we should have another one coming up in January. Yeah. And we've got three of our uh, patron appendices episodes recorded. Yep. Um, we have more coming on the trip in Texas. We're going to yep. talk to Chase. Yep. Um, and we've got a couple of you guys. Um, I just saw, like I was talking to Phil. Phil uh, is somebody who we need to um, have him call in. Yep. And we're going to have a, an appendices episode with him. So that's at the awesome. Awesome. top tier there if you want to yeah. do that. Those of you who... Here's the other here's the other last plug for the Kickstarter. If you go to the $75 tier, which I know some people did, I was shocked. First of all, that would, I added that as an as an afterthought. Yeah. And I said, "You know what? If somebody goes you're you those people are on the podcast. I don't know if they quite understood what I said in the in the description. That means we're calling you. You're speaking on <laughs> yeah. not just on our Patreon page where a limited number of people see it. You're going to yeah. be downloaded by thousands Big of deal. people and yeah. and you're going to be part of the book group and it's going to be it's once it's recorded, it's there. Lives on, which is part of the problem we have on these late nights. It's like this is not going to go back and edit a lot of this. You know, it's like don't need to. Nah, man, don't need be to. Fine. So yeah, it's great. All right, love you guys. Um, the uh, arts and crafts and things. Yeah, you guys have been uh, snowing under the real posts here in Amanda. Uh, so if you have something you want to send to us, uh, something you want us to read in person, even maybe you want to write your. Tolkien story on a good old-fashioned letter and envelope. Send it our way to the Shire, P.O. Box 96, Amanda O. 43102. Have you asked the post office what they think about this? Have you asked anybody what's down there? And actually, you the, should. The postmaster, yeah. um, Jeff, he's retiring this week. Really? He's the one who is, he and his wife have built and are going to run the village. Oh, yeah. The, the restaurant. Right yeah, and, so it looks really good. Yeah. yeah, and that's going to be our Friday spot. Uh, as and I have talked about it, that's our Green Dragon. Perfect. We're going to go hang out there on Friday nights, eat dinner there before, and then come come to the that's great bag end and, and podcast. So, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, send stuff our way if you want, uh, or that's okay if not, too. Uh, that's something optional for you hey, guys. somebody recently sent an actual handwritten Bywater Post letter, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we got to read that. It, it was, was Brian. Yeah, yeah, Brian. That's right. Uh, Higgins there. And so that were that. those are cool. Those yeah. are fun to have. Yeah. So if you want to send those, those are, those are great. Uh, just no anthrax, please. Uh, weekly. <laughs> Good God. We couldn't get through an episode. Weekly well wishes, formerly Fortnite farewells. Uh, we want to thank you for acting tame with us. On our next episode, we'll be... Lingering in the labyrinth, that is chapter two, the passage of the marshes. Mm. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write that review on iTunes, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. We'll see you in a... Oh, gosh. It's getting to me. It's 2.05 a.m. We'll see you in a Hobbit fortnight, and remember, Frodo lives. I don't, I don't know what Is happened. Is that the first time that ever happened? I don't know what happened. Like, <laughs> my brain just shut off. I, I, and my voice followed. I, uh, I spoke a... The thought blossomed, and I spoke a word of command on accident, bro. I stopped you in mid... Dude...
Can I tell you something my mom used to <clears throat> really like? Absolutely. Your mama jokes. No way. Yeah, dude, she loved them. That's amazing. And my dad does too. It's just like, uh, <clears throat> like one of her favorites was like, well, it was, <laughs> it was like, um, your mom was so old. God said, let there be light. And she hit the switch. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. It's a good one. It's classic. 